I'm going to hit my intro if that works. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So, hey guys, we're back. trying to unmute myself oh there we go hey guys welcome back to another episode of the typical skeptic podcast thanks for everybody that's tuning in live today remember to subscribe to my channel um you know i i I put out a lot of shows i put out shows every day but i very ever ask you guys to do anything but just to help the algorithm just subscribe you know and then also follow me on rumble and stuff but who, who who i have with me today is a good friend she's become a good friend Um, she comes on my show, she gives like a amazing performance and it's not a performance because she's telling like real facts. And that's, what's got kind of scary about it in a way is what our reality really is. And who I'm talking about is Renata Jones. She's an esoteric researcher and she's going to tell you a little bit more about herself, but, um, thank you, Renata, for coming back on. How are you? Yeah, I'm fine. Thanks so much for having me. So what are we going to do today? <laughs> you, you tell I, I have me, to admit, I'm, I'm, he's, Rob is one of the, sorry, Rob. Rob is one of the most beautiful people that you will ever meet that's in the truth of community. So you guys who are his fans, like really support him because he's like really one of the most like genuine people, like really. Yeah. Well, thank you. A big heart. So nice of you. Yeah. yeah. I, I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I try to be, but um, so I mean, we're going to be getting into some deep stuff today. Body snatching, spider infiltration. Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about, but, but, but for the fans who might have not have saw you before, do you want to give them a little bit of a background? Like, cause I know I wanted to get into, I kind of wanted to get into um, like the blood, the blood types with you, because mm. I thought that was really important because that may tie into mm. why there's these body snatching and infiltration going on. Mm. Am I correct about that or no? That's what someone else said to me. Um, I never looked into it. You know, you have people that are saying, you know, they're usually after people who have O negative blood type. And I think it has to do with the rich, the iron rich blood versus another, um, I should say non-ferrous material in the blood, I'm assuming. But I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know about blood types and why body snatching occurs or why like entities like pursue specific people. But what I can say is it does have something to do with the blood in terms of DNA. That I can agree. What about, what about the root races? Remember you were talking on yeah. the show about the root races? There's something yeah. up with that? Yeah. I was that, thinking maybe that ties in, like, right? Yeah. Um, we're on YouTube, right? Yeah, we're on YouTube. Okay, so I'll be careful how I go about this. Okay, so there is, and I don't say this because I'm black. I'm saying this because this is where the genetics lead, okay? So when it comes to the Terrans, the Earth people, right? The first prototype for the Earth people, they found them in Africa, right? And we know that this this um, bipedal hominid upright figure uh, was found in Africa in two places. They have the uh, the Leakies found them in Lake Takana, which is in Kenya. Another one, Maeve Leakey and her husband, that was Lake Takana in Kenya. Another one was found in Ethiopia, which challenged 
um, the one found in Lake Takana in Kenya. And then there was another one that was found in South Africa. Okay. What's important, that's, that's like the mother of all root races. But when it comes to different groups of people, and I don't say this um, to be insulting or to be rude, but I, I, I will say this, not all the Caucasian prototype, there is a prototype that is that branched off from the African root race. Okay. And of course, because of climate over the years, the colors change, the eyes change because of survival and environment. And I will tell you, I know this to be a fact. I'm very dark skinned, right? And in the summertime, I get darker. I prefer to be, hold on. Because sometimes I um I don't like the way I hear after the interview. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so loud. But I prefer to be darker. In the summertime, I get very dark, okay? But then in the wintertime, I, who's very dark, get very light. And my eyes get extremely light. My eyes are already really light and they get even more light, right? So that happens to me. So imagine what happens to other people. Just like, you know, a fair-skinned person in the summertime, they get light. In the wintertime, they get dark. Okay. So for the Caucasian race, what I've been tracking for the Caucasian race was there is a root Caucasian race that branched off from the mother root race, which is African. But there are Caucasians that are not indigenous to the earth. They came here. Okay. Much the same as this war among the root races, this war that is going on now. And this is what I tried to explain in that, in that interview, that there are nefarious forces that hide among a certain group of people and what they are doing is they are looking for these root races and exterminating them and people need to be aware of this this is very real i've been tracking this for a very long time but because of the nature sorry because of the nature of the entities that are involved many people have many people are afraid to look at the evidence for fear of being called anti-this or anti-that. And I don't want to go into that here. Okay, because you're on, you know, you, you know, you're here. Yeah. So I don't really want to go into that here. However, I do want people to know that a major component of the the rulers that this is above your military above your presidents the one who the ones who make the decisions is to find via dna root races and exterminate them and i was one of them that they tried several times you know several times and i wasn't playing ball but i didn't know what was going on but before they tried to take me out for many years, they tried to mix. And I personally, I don't have a problem with race mixing. I know a lot of people do, and they're entitled to their opinion. However, I don't think people should have an opinion about who another person falls in love with, you know, unless that person is no good, you know. So I'm not, a, I'm not against race mixing. And I'm not against uh, people wanting to live among their own people. People could do whatever the hell they want. However, they wanted to 
mix with me. Now, I didn't know it was, I didn't know there was a plan behind it. And one of the people told me many years ago when, when they wanted to do this, they told me, they said, it's because of your genetics. So I thought, I assumed when they said genetics, they meant physiology. You know, if it's the way you look, I'm almost six feet tall. Um, I'm muscular. Like I don't have to lift weights. I'm muscular. I, like I don't gain weight. You understand? I just, my yeah. muscle just goes from either lean or it just gets dense. You know, so I thought it was physiology in terms of genetics. I didn't think it was uh, um, archaeogenetics, which is something, which is a term that anyone who's interested in this subject of root races and root race extermination, they should go look up. And not, you know, I'm not going to say this as some authority on European tribes or European clans, because the Europeans had, um, they had both, they had tribes and clans. I'm not going to say this as an authority, but one of the things I noticed before this 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 group because it's, it's two layers of them there's there's the human layer and then there's the non-human layer okay and they work together okay um one of the first places where they succeeded in eradicating the tribes was europe okay um and why are tribes important I am not a tribalist. I am not pro this tribe over that tribe. That's tribalism. Okay. I am just talking about root races and this war. Now, when I was doing this research, I was able to find the Earth's tribes. And I was able to see clearly the extermination as the assault occurred amongst people via their tribes. Where it got sketchy was Europe because Europe all but eliminated their tribes with the exception of Scotland, maybe Ireland, possibly Wales. And why are tribes important? Well, tribes help you to determine how far your genetics go back. So before we had nation states, we had tribes. So when I was able to look at the tribes, I was able to see, oh my God, this is, this is an extermination of a, of a root people. Whereas when you get to nation states, it's a bunch of tribes mixed up. And then people forfeit their tribe for their nation. Whereas when you're dealing with tribes, South America, Central America, North America, Canada, US, Australia, New Zealand, the islands in the Pacific, the islands in the Caribbean, they still have some of their tribes. Africa, the biggest one. Um, Middle East, they still have theirs. India, they still have theirs. Um, Asia, they still have theirs. Why? Is it that Europe all but doesn't have theirs? It was an ongoing program. So it became very difficult for me to track 
root races in Europe because of that absolving of the tribes into nation states. But I was able to track it throughout the Middle East and throughout Africa, clearly to see this force at the top, working with these middlemen, are actively going after these tribes to exterminate them, not just for idolatry, as they call it. Oh, they believe in so many gods. Nonsense. But because of point of origin. Point of origin. Okay? And that's a big deal. So when you want to understand the New World Order, you have to look at the New World Order a lot deeper than just mass extermination of, of whole people groups. You have to look at it as they are looking for root, root races. These are the races that can repopulate when there's a mass event. One of the things I also noticed that they do is that they also take their DNA, like they stole mine. And they stole mine when I was, I was a child. I had you know, no knowledge, no understanding. So they stole mine. And then for many years, they tried to get me to marry them marry among them and i you know i was too young i'm like no way in hell am i getting married no way not this young i'm stupid you know when you're young you don't have you have sense you shouldn't be getting married yeah. i mean if you can't control your passions i get it you know get married but you don't have the, the their brain is not formed you know what i mean in the right way to like to be married you know i look back i'm like you know i'm 43 years old and i'm like shit my brain is still not even ready for marriage. You know, like seriously, you know, marriage is like serious stuff, you know? So when I saw that, when I saw the connection between this, this so-called new world order and the mass extermination, I realized before they launched the mass extermination on the whole world, they had to get the root races. They had to get the DNA. They had to find them. And one of the ways they were finding them in the West is the pinprick. When the baby's born in the West, they pinprick the baby. They take the baby away from the mother and then they pinprick the baby. Why, mothers? Why? Why? Your baby just came out of your womb. The first thing the baby sees is bright, blinding light. After it was in darkness, you're shocked that the baby starts crying and then you it to draw blood people begin to ask the questions why then the other thing you have to ask the question is why the placenta why the placenta and why is it that the placenta is called the tree of life because they are looking for the tree of life they are looking for these root races now i know there are uh, multiple roots for the black tree if you want to call us that black whatever black people okay there are multiple roots when you get to south asia like india pakistan that kind of stuff okay um there are multiple roots for the uh, um south asia okay in the middle east i know many would like to say that the root of the middle east the root race of the Middle East are these 12 tribes. Far from it. And I don't care who gets pissed. Far from it. 
because we have the evidence that the root of the Middle East precedes these 12 tribes and the 12 tribes, which is, you know, you know what that's about. I'm, I'm not even going to. Wait, wait, I got, I, I got a question. This is really important yeah. to me and like, and maybe some other people out there, but I want to know, dude, you think that the Middle Eastern people and the African people go back to Enki and the Anunnaki? Yeah, they do. I some of so. them at least. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We know that Enki in Kenya among the oh god what is this tribe i had to go meet their i had to go meet their king he's their high priest i don't even know he's 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 old he's like you know um the oh god not the maasai not the uh you have to excuse me i totally forgot okay i forgot the name yeah, of the uh, the king okay let me raise this volume a little bit but i had to go meet him okay in kenya among this tribe he's not called enki He's called Nkai. N-G-A-I. Nkai. N-G-A-I. Okay? And I was actually set to uh, meet him, and I actually met one of his ambassadors. Okay? Nkai. Okay? If any of you are Kenyan, you would know which tribe I'm talking about. Okay? So, yes. Um, was Enki and Enlil the 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 scientists who gave us these roots here is where it gets tricky many people think that earth's root races all of them started on the land no all of them did not start on the land for example we have when you get to South Africa, we have two stories. For the Zulus, the Zulus mean he who comes from the sky or they fell from the sky. That's literally Zulu. They're saying our root is not earth. Our root is the sky. And many Africans, the Ashanti, in their uh, origin story, the Ashanti story is they, the golden stool came down from heaven. When you look at the golden stool, funny enough, the Ashanti golden stool looks like a classic piece of Japanese architecture. Okay, the uh, the Japanese um, you know, I, I, all of a sudden I can't think of the words. Oh my god, it's like they're erasing my mind. Don't talk about this. You're telling too much truth. You know, they're literally like erasing my thoughts. That happens to me. I get mind wipes. I I know what you're talking about. I mean, it's horrible. We, we had some questions from the audience, though. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. People, some people wanted to know, like, why are they looking for the root races? And then um, the other people, another person asked, like, why are they? Wh where did the the Caucasians come from? Are they from like? Were they terraformed here? Were they? Um, were they brought here from a different planet? Are you saying a a, a certain race of them? I think and it's then, true. Um, I think it's too. Okay. So why are they going after the root race? Okay. So if you want to do humanity 3.0, okay. So humanity 1.0 is the Sasquatch. Humanity 2.0 is Homo sapiens sapien, less hair, not necessarily bigger brain, but brain that is more, a brain that is more mathematical, a brain that is more, I don't want to say more rational, more reasonable, but more mathematical and can build stuff. Okay, so a mathematical type of brain. 
Okay, so that's humanity 2.0. Humanity 3.0 is not just a techno corpus, okay, not a biocorp, technocorp. Okay, that's humanity 3.0, meaning your body is technological and your body lives um, side by side in a technosphere. So if the agenda now by these entities is humanity 3.0, and in order to in order to get to humanity 3.0, wouldn't you be looking for the roots that could reproduce? and keep humanity 2.0 going and wouldn't you as a mad scientist wouldn't you want to either impregnate the women okay so that way you get your genetics in there and you stop the, the you stop humanity 2.0 through infiltration via marriage and and children or you get the genetics and you exterminate Okay, and now you control the genetics of humanity 2.0. And this is one of the reasons why when we reached 2019, I warned the world and I said to the world, people, draw your blood. And I said, since we have no place to hold humanity 2.0's blood, because all the blood banks are now you know what I'm talking about. All the blood banks now, the blood is not necessarily, let's just say it's what the NSA call nanite blood. Yeah. NASA, NASA calls nanite blood. Okay. You can break the code, right? So in 2019, I was the one that was warning humanity. Sorry, 2020, I'm sorry. Warning humanity, draw a pint of your blood and hide it. Or we're going to have to get blood banks for humanity 2.0. And I was warning people. And it took months until the data started coming out when people realized, oh, shit, we need humanity 2.0's blood banks. Okay? Because they're pushing towards humanity 3.0. So if you know the, the agenda, it's humanity 3.0, and it's a techno corpus. Not a biocore, meaning that your body is no longer biological. Your body is controlled by technology. Then you would have to find the root races that can repopulate the earth with humanity 2.0 and either dilute their bloodline through children, uh, you know, hybridization or extermination. Right? Is this why we see a lot of targeted individuals? Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, absolutely. Is this why... I was wondering about that. And I, I was thinking that, you know, like, because I asked uh, Arkeem yesterday about time travel and targeted individuals, but I think targeted individuals go so much deeper. And I think it's kind of like what you're going along with. I think it had my targeted individuals could be some of these people from different races that are root races. Because one yes, thing is that tar targeted individuals doesn't show any racism. It's uh, it affects all 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 of human you know, humankind or what we want to call humankind 2.0. You know, and I think you kind of explain what why that's happening. I guess if that if that makes any sense or that makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense because I know this for a fact. And the only reason why I got to the root of mine is because someone else got to the root of theirs and they had horrific targeting like me. 
And when they found out their DNA, they were a root race that founded an entire nation. And I saw the documents in front of me. Okay. And it was done. And their targeting, their dark targeting, as well as mine, was done by people hiding within a specific group, which I'm not going to mention. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So um. <laughs> this is real. So if you're a targeted individual, you have to go study archaeogenetics. Now, here is where it gets tricky for Europeans. I don't know if there's a way for Europeans to find their tribe. Okay. However, one of the ways they can possibly get to some kind of answer, because you can't go by nationhood. I believe nationhood was created to hide the tribes because nation is just a group of tribes, right? To hide the tribes. One of the ways you might be able to find where you originate is archaeogenetics. You got to get to archaeology plus genetics, meaning they find the bone in the ground. Where's the bone located? Who did those people, when they found those, that skeleton in the ground, right? When was it found there? What was the culture of the people found there? Then you isolate a, a, a tribe. Like, for example, before there was France, there was the Gaulites. France was called Gaul. Gaul. There was, uh, you know, the Saxons. There was, in Germany, there was Thuringi. You know, so these tribes exist. So it's important for Europeans, especially if you're targeted, you've got to find your point of origin. And your point of origin may not be the country you live in now, or may not even be the country where your ancestors, your, 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 sorry, your mother, your grandmother, your great-grandmother originated from. I had to go back a very long time. And when I went back a very long time for me, I began to see, oh my God, this is what they're after. So archaeogenetics and a really good site for archaeogenetics used to be National Geographics until people started finding out way too much information. And then they pulled down National Geographics archaeogenetics. But a really good site that picked up where... Um, National Geographic's left off was my true ancestry, my true ancestry. My true ancestry will literally tell you, but you can open a free account. The free account is for 10 days. It's not going to tell you much. It's just going to give you peripheral information. But if you buy, spend like 50 bucks, if you have it, and get level one. Level one will just unlock level one information. Level one information is a good place to start, okay? It's a very good place to start because they give you archaeogenetics and you begin to see. And if you can read uh, genetic maps, if you can read uh, genetic clustering, like it took me a while to figure these things out. Um, you will see the big picture and that's something that, that's something that you want. So archaeogenetics is a great place to start, especially for people who are Europeans. One of the great things, sorry, about this archaeogenetics site that I love is that they still have the clans for the Scottish people. That's how I know. 
okay? Now, for non-Scottish people, one of the good things um, about this site is if you find that, you know, location, location, location is key and date. Location is key and date. So this is what you want to look for. You want to look for location. Where did they find the bones? Okay. And the date where they found the bones. And these things will give you a picture of, especially if you're targeted, why you're targeted. Why you're targeted. Everyone who's targeted is targeted for one reason. Something they found in their genetics. Like, for example, when I take, when I do a blood test, and I only did one, to see my blood type. No, sorry, I did two. I went to the, the clinic and I had one done and they told me my blood type was a B positive, right? So when I went to my doctor, he said, that's nonsense. You're not a B positive. He said, you're an O negative. I said, I'm a, I said, it says I'm a B positive. He said, forget that nonsense. He said, you're not a B positive. They're lying. You're O negative. I'm O negative spoke, too. You're O negative? I mean, yeah, I'm O negative. Yeah, I believe it. And I, it's funny because... <laughs> Uh, you know what I noticed in the truther community? I noticed a lot of people in the truther community are O negative or B positive or AB positive. It's the craziest thing, right? So watch this. So I decided, I said, hmm, I wonder if my doctor's right. Let me go and do, you know, a blood test for myself. So I did. I did the blood test. After it dried, it was a B positive. The next day, it was an O negative. That's strange, so I, Yeah. My blood type literally changed positive to negative in front of my eyes. So, I swear to God, I still have it somewhere. So why is that? What does that mean? Like, what's that saying? Like, did that, like, um, what, what is that? I mean, like, uh, here's a, here's a question I have. So basically yeah. like if, if, if we're targeted mm. and we're not reproducing, which I'm not, and mm. I am targeted, does that yeah. mean they're winning? In a sense? Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Are they winning? They already have your DNA. If you're targeted, they already have your DNA. And they already probably have two or three children. But it's the children they want. Here's another thing about targeted people, which is bad for us, but good for them. Targeted individuals, one of the things about their genetics, because they already have it, is that they have a higher tolerance for radiation which is in line with humanity 3.0. Now, radiation does more than just siphoning off the iron in the blood and leaching off the oxygen in the blood. Radiation does more than that, okay? Radiation, I believe, radiation along with um, electrical, the increase in electrical, um, electrical energy inside the body and hitting the body. I believe it can also, while it's leaching off the oxygen, I believe it can also change your blood type. So here's the thing about targeted individuals. Targeted individuals, it's definitely an archaeogenetics issue. They already have your blood and they already found what they were looking for. And I think that the reason why people are targeted, as a matter of fact, I know why they choose certain people to be targeted. That is because they can tolerate a higher degree of radiation without them dying quicker. And the root of humanity 3.0 is a higher degree of radiation. Why? 
because this said group wants humanity 3.0 among the stars. So they have to be able to tolerate a higher degree of radiation. Now that's just the, um, the interstellar plan for targeted individuals. And believe you me, they already have two or three children whose blood is nanite, nanite blood, according to NASA. And they are, they can um, absorb a high degree of radiation without dying. I mean, look at the oinky boinky, the oink, oink, oink. Okay. Why are more people, why are these people dropping dead left and right? They cannot tolerate the increased radiation. It is not just graphene oxide, GO, graphene oxide. What happens with graphene oxide? Graphene oxide is a superconductor, superconductor of what? Both electricity and magnetism and radiation. Wow. Think about it, right? So targeted individuals are in some sort of interstellar type secret space program without the I'm on Mars battling 200 foot spiders. No. Okay. It may not necessarily be that. It may be that for some, but for the, for, but for the most part, for most targeted individuals, it is more or less them. They found already the people with the genes and they have to test. They've tested geo on me. Okay. They use my body to test geo. They use my body to test these cuckoo jabs way before they rolled it out. They used my friend's body to test the cuckoo jabs. Okay, they hit me with all sorts of bioweapons. Okay, and my, it just bounces off my body and I keep going. Like for example, I never caught, caught the Oki, you know, the cuckoo 19, yeah. okay? All I had, they hit me with a bioweapon and I vomited for an entire day. I should have been dead. I vomited, 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 vomited. I couldn't stop vomiting. And then I remembered, I remembered something that we did in the Caribbean when you vomited. And if this ever happens to you, take this Angostura bitters, Angostura bitters. And I remember Angostura bitters. I said, oh my God, Angostura bitters. And then flour, water. So if you have a problem vomiting, these are the two things that will stop vomiting, excess vomiting to the point where you're going to die. These are the two things that will stop it right away. A couple drops of Angostura bitters in some regular water. You, you chug it down. It'll stop the vomiting. And then the next thing you want to do is actually the flower water is for the other way. Not this way, but the other one. I think it works both ways too. You just make a flour, regular baking flour with water. And you make it like a congealed type, you know. And then you just sip that and that will stop both directions, right? So they hit me with several bioweapons in New York. I mean, they, they, they were like, they were hitting me with the actual weapons, okay? Some of it, they sprayed it down in certain neighborhoods. I noticed that in certain neighborhoods, um, let's just say very religious people, that's what I'm going to call them. In New York, whenever I would get to a very religious neighborhood, I noticed something would happen. And I realized they were spraying that neighborhood in New York. It's in Brooklyn, where these very religious people live, 
with a specific type bioweapon. Okay, so these are things you have to look for. So they hit me with several, they, they like hit me with several bioweapons trying to make, oh, look, oh, nope, it just bounced off of me like, bonk. and that was it. So, you know, but they are, they already have your genetics. You cannot be afraid to go submit your genetics. If you're targeted, they already have it. And I guarantee you, they already have two, three, 10, 20 children that are all hybrids, that all can sustain excess radiation, that can withstand graphene oxide. And when graphene oxide begins to um, conduct, it's a superconductor, when it conducts, it produces a tremendous amount of energy, okay? The body heating up. And this is why people are dropping dead left and right. The regular humans, 99% of the human race cannot withstand the excess radiation and the excess electromagnetism flowing through their bodies. They just drop dead. The, the organs give out. They just drop dead. So that's one of the major things behind targeted individuals. Any other questions? That's amazing. No, no, that's, I think that's it for that. Um, I kind of wanted to get into something that you might have not covered on other podcasts, which is what we were going to cover tonight. It was the body snatching and the yeah. spider, inf spider infiltration, wherever you want to go with that. Um, uh, you know, whatever you want to talk, you know, whatever you want to talk about. It's yeah. Whatever. What do you want to, come on, ask me the question. What do you want to, what, well, what, what, what were we going to talk about with body snatching? Like, is it like missing 411 type stuff or like, is that where we're going? Well, missing 411 is, I looked into that briefly, okay? And this is what I keep seeing. I keep seeing that um, that there are deals, okay, until people, we're being invaded, okay? This is a planetary takeover, okay? They don't want to share the earth with us. I believe that those who care about humanity realize we lost the war. And they're like, look, the only way for the human race to survive is via abduction. They abduct them and we take them off planet. And then here's the problem with abduction. They get abducted by, you know, Dracos, which is straight slavery, okay? Or food or, you know, whatever, sex slavery, human trafficking. That is why the planet is being inundated with child trafficking, human trafficking, missing people. I'm getting back to your question, right? Yeah. Okay. So there are those humans who like, shit, we dropped the ball. We lost the planet. This is an invasion. This inv alien, this invading alien race, they won. So the humans are like, what are we going to do? Okay. We got to get as many humans. 2.0 off the planet. What's the second thing we could do? Okay, we're gonna need some human 2.0. So what do we do? We're uh, 3.0. We gotta make them humanity 3.0, harder to kill. Now you're understanding the targeted individuals. I am showing you their mind. I am not saying any of this is right. I'm just showing you how they think. So they're like, okay. In order to make humanity harder to kill, and we're very hard to kill already, but we're dealing with, in, with an alien takeover. This is not a joke. I didn't lose my mind. I'm not a fantasist. Just open your eyes. Just open your eyes. Even 
inner earth civilizations are like, shit, we dropped the ball. We have to start coming above <laughs> ground to help these humans. Okay? So let's go back to um, Missing 411. So Missing 411 to me is this. And this is what I keep seeing over and over again. The agreement was for them to stay underground. Underground is overpopulated, which is bullshit. Okay? They just want to come above ground because that was the plan all along. Underground, multiply, come above ground. Right? So what's happening? Where is the safest place for an ET race to go before they come into the cities, your forests. Oh my God. Think about it. Yeah, in America, that would be your national parks. Think about it. Oh my so God. So people are getting snatched. Yeah, and it's weird because a lot of these cases, it'll be like a guy and his son, and his son's kind of lagging behind. Then all of a sudden, he turns around and his son's gone, and well, then he never sees him again. Mm-hmm. Like he was plucked from this dimension with no. Uh, rhyme or reason just kind of just like taken out of existence and I, you know it's very strange and you know what's weird is uh, David Polites I saw his new documentary it's called mm-hmm. Missing 411 the UFO connection mm-hmm. and he he does connect a lot of these disappearances to where they're happening to like you said the national forest but not just that but where there were UFO sightings as well yeah but there's some mm-hmm. benevolent cases as well which is weird like I mean like in his documentary there some guy has a benevolent case so I don't know what's up with that that's very strange i had a benevolent case and i can tell you i I told you guys the story when i was going from new york to north carolina and we the person driving said hey you know let's find a gas station because we're running out of gas and i said okay so i found a gas station on the phone plugged it in to the tablet in front of us So the person said, okay, no, that's a small gas station. We need a bigger one because it's already late in the evening. We're not going to go to a local small gas station in a town. We don't know. It's not safe. So I went back again and we found a big gas station. Plugged it into the tablet in the vehicle. I saw it. The person driving saw it. Okay. Obviously, the person driving saw it because they were the ones that was going to drive to the gas station. Before we turned off the highway or the interstate, we both saw the DOT sign for the gas station. When we turned off the highway, I looked to my left, I looked to my right, and I said, no, there is no way there's a gas station here. I said, there's no way, there's no gas station. We were driving. When we were driving, we got off the highway, To the left, the silhouette of trees. To the right, silhouette of trees, six feet of headlights in front of us. No buildings, no traffic lights, no street lights, nada. I said to myself, I said, oh boy. I said, this person was driving a long time, so I'm not going to tell them there's no gas station because that's not right, you know. So I said, okay. I turned to my right. I know exactly some of those cases, what happened. And I can tell you this, in some of those missing 411 cases, it has to do with people not being in tune and not listening for the warning signs. Because they warn, 
Maybe not every time, but they do warn. I turned to the right and I looked out the window. I heard a voice coming from the pitch black forest into the car. And the voice said to me, you don't belong back here. There are dead bodies back here. Clack, clack, clack. And when I heard the clack, 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 it was like someone, something was breaking someone's neck. I had images in my head of someone's neck being broken, but it was like, it was like multiple, like, like it was kind of like a farm. And then I turned to the person driving and I said to them, I said, hey, listen, did you hear that? And they go, no, why? And then they go, they, the sign, the sign, the, the DOT sign says, you know, the gas station, there's a gas station here. And I'm like, there's no gas station here. But I didn't say it. I said it to myself. So I said, okay, you know, maybe it's me, you know, whatever. We're driving like five minutes. Out. Meanwhile, we're running out of gas, okay? We're running out of gas. I looked to my right again. And then the voice came out of the forest again. And the voice said, I heard it again. I said, but louder. I said, you don't belong back here. There are dead bodies back here. Clack, clack, clack. Like someone's neck breaking. Like someone was eating someone from the neck. Ugh. Okay. And you know, wild animals. Wild animals, they go for the jugular. That's what they do. The fastest way to take down, you know, a, an animal bigger than you. Okay. Prey is the neck, right? Ooh. Anyway. I said this, I screamed at the person, I said, listen, get me out of here, you know? And then the person goes, ah! And then makes a U-turn and we speed out of there. And then we go driving until we find another gas station. No damn gas station. We finally found one later on. And then we were quiet all the way to North Carolina. When we got to North Carolina, it's as if the person broke from their trance and they go, you know, the military, when they're studying dead bodies in West Virginia, they have a, a, a like a, a human farm where they study, you know, decomposing bodies. I said, listen, didn't I tell you something said to me there are dead bodies back there? Here's the problem. We were in, we turned off the interstate in Virginia. Okay, Virginia. How the hell did we end up in the bush in West Virginia? I went to go look it up on the map from where we were, which it was about 45 minutes out from North Carolina. It would be five hours and 45 minutes to get to West Virginia. How did we get to West Virginia, people? That's that's insane. I don't know how that's I don't know how you did that. That's some that's in <laughs> We quantum jumped. Something opened a portal on I that's I90. I90 north to south and jumped us from Virginia to West Virginia. Let me tell you what this is the warning that I'm going to give people going into the going into the national parks. The national parks, I believe is under extraterrestrial treaties with the government okay this is just my opinion yeah. they have a treaty with these entities in these national parks 
The entities do what they want and the government turns a blind eye. Now here is in my experience, these are the signs I can tell anyone going into the park that they should pay attention to. Number one, if you're going into these parks, do not have headphones. Do not go there high. You must be a sound mind and nothing must hinder your hearing. Because what I've noticed is they warn you by changing the electromagnetic field around you so that you would feel something is watching you or that you would feel there's the presence of something around you. Oh my God. Oh my God. You just freaked me out so bad because I got a story. You you want to okay. hear something? Yeah, this is insane. I never told this story yet, but like, so my ex-girlfriend, the one that I, well, I don't need to say any names or whatever, mm -hmm. but okay. So we went one day and we were, we were messing around down by the river here down uh -huh. by where I live. Right. And all of a sudden I just got this weird, it was middle of the day too. We, we were in we were in her car right and i i got this weird feeling i was like we got to get out of here i was like something's not right something's watching us i was like it's like we got to get the fuck out of here right now i was like this is this is not right i was like something's something's watching us i was like can you feel it and then she was like yeah i do feel it and i was like let's let's let's, let's get out of here and we left and it was I, but i swear i know exactly the feeling you're talking about that's that's a that's a chilling feeling when you feel like something's watching you and you don't know what it is it's bizarre. Yep. It really is. It's it's like something got eyes on you from all over all over the place, and you but you can't see them. And it could be right you know, in front of you. Yeah, it because they're in another dimension, right? Or yeah, or whatever. Yeah, that could be okay. So, so let's get to the national parks because people need to know this, right? So one of the things they will do is they will okay park forest mythology everyone say after repeat after me park and forest mythology is not mythology if you are going into national parks you should never go in there thinking that what you've been told is mythological they are not myths they are real parks and forests have entities in different dimensions and entities unknown to the animals that we know. So if you're going into parks and you're going into forests with the notion that what you've heard is a mythology, you're easy bait. When you understand that you're going into a park, one of the things you should do, listen to me carefully, is before you set foot in there, say, don't just say a prayer like, God protect me and help me. Speak and say, listen, I'm coming in here, I'm going for a hike. I mean nothing, any harm. And I'm asking you, if you can just give me safe passage to go through and safe passage. And when I'm done, I'm leaving. I'm leaving your territory. And I thank you and I appreciate you. I'm telling you, this will go a long way. When I go near mountains, rivers, 
lakes, streams, trees, parks, forests. I do this. They will let you know by changing the energy field, something is watching you. They will let you know by an audible voice, you shouldn't walk in here. Don't laugh these things off. Don't be arrogant. Respect it. If it says, don't walk in here. If you hear an audible voice in the middle of nowhere telling you, don't walk in here, don't do it. They will warn you and they will tell you, but you have to have the ears to hear and the humility and the humility to listen. In my country, we have something called Papa Bois. He's the guardian of the forest. Okay. There's a father and there's a mother. Okay. Because in my country, those entities are not mythological. Okay. They are very real. And they will drag your ass straight in there and no one will ever see you again. Okay. And I know people who encounter these entities in the forest. Now in America, they have different names. But in the Caribbean, they are very real, all too real, and people have seen them. So before any hunter goes into, especially if you're going into the, the forest to hunt, which is take life, you know, if you're going into the forest to take life, okay? Now, there is a law of the universe. There is a law. I know I'm not stupid and I'm not a tree hugger and stupid, okay? We eat of the animals. We die. Nature eats us. That's the cycle. That's the law, okay? You can't change that. We eat of nature, we die, nature eats us. Nature consumes us, okay? So I understand that law. But if you're going in to the forest to do things like hunting, okay, a lot of times these entities don't like human hunters, okay? Um, if you're going into these, these, these um, what you call it? If you're going in with children, children make a different sound. Children make a different sound. And this is why a lot of the missing children, a lot of the missing 411 are children. They don't understand that the entities and the animals in the forest know all the noise, all the sounds in the forest. So when a child goes there, children are very loud and children have a certain tone to their voice. That could be upsetting the balance of the sounds that you hear in the forest, and it will stand out. And a lot of these, a lot of these entities, they not only can they move, but when you're dealing with wild animals, a lot of animals could use, I mean, it's not underwater, but a type of echolocation. If the if they hear the father say, You're too far behind. Think about it. You're walking in the forest and you're a little two years old. Hey, Johnny, you're too far in front of me. You think Johnny's the only person hearing you say that? No, definitely not. Think about it. And then Johnny answers back. These entities lived there for millions of years. They know the distance between the child and the parent. They know if I move now, in less than three seconds, I can snatch that child without the parent noticing simply from their communication, the distance between the parent and the child. How did they pick that up? The footsteps can tell you the distance between the two and the sound they're making. 
Remember, the forests are not your territory. But to answer your question regarding forest, I saw that there is a treaty. They're allowed to come up in these national parks. And that could be one of the reasons why the government is like, ah, shit, we lost the war. Let's burn all the forest down. Because now in the United States and Canada, they're burning down all the forests. And Bill Gates is like, we need to cut down all the trees. Could Bill Gates be cutting down the trees for climate change? Or is he cutting down the trees because he knows there's an extraterrestrial takeover and they're going to come through the forests? What about, what I got this about at this point, Renata, too. I was just yeah. thinking about what about underground? Because there's stories that supposedly there was ETs in underground bases and there was a there was a big war in an underground base that I've heard. Like they, they I've heard that that's why agenda whatever didn't happen. Like it was it Agenda Twenty One. I, uh -huh. I heard that was one of the reasons because that we double crossed the ETs mm. in the underground bases. Look, um, they I'm, double crossed us, and then we double crossed them, and they're coming above ground. You know, you want me to get to brass tacks? You want me to get to brass tacks? Yeah. Listen. I honestly believe 90% of the United States is hybridized. Look at the behavior of the people. Look, a normal human beings are not violent. But when their genetics are compromised with another race, they become violent. Normal human beings have empathy. Empathy. Where is the empathy among humans? Show of hands. How many here remember being young and never hearing about a child being kidnapped? I remember I remember they used to have like the Adam Awards and stuff when we were kids. Like cuz I'm the same age as you and they used to have people on the back of milk cartons, but it was like it wasn't as prevalent as it is today. You know what I mean? Like no, it, it was wasn't. it was more scary when we were younger, you. but like but it was like you know, it, it was it was it was a different time. It was a, it was a different. It was a, a complete different. No, time. but it wasn't just it a was... different time. There was less technology, and people had empathy. There was no GMOs. There was no chemtrails. No glyphosate. Some people that I that I that I did associate. Well, I'm not saying that I associate with because most of the people that are in my groups and that watch the show are they're all awesome. They're all awesome. I'm talking about. The, I'm talking about the rare one-off that I'll meet with, some, with someone in a, a like it some sends me a message out of nowhere or something, mm -hmm. and I just happen to start talking to them. They they seem like they're like digital, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're they're, they're talking in like a digital, and uh, and they don't have like a, a comprehension for. It's almost like some of these people are NPCs, like they're not getting a grasp for what the human, uh, uh, the human socio whatever. Uh -huh. climate is like you know what i mean uh -huh. that's that's kind of what i'm trying to say like lack, i feel like i'm a lack human social skills yes yes yeah. exactly that's exactly mm -hmm. it. you know, you know what's doing computerized. it yes that's human humanity 3.0 that's humanity oh, 3.0 wow. so humanity 3.0 is first get the tech in their body but it doesn't stop there can they go through the metamorphosis there's a meta meta metamorphosis i'm sorry that they go through after the tech is in the body and the metamorphosis is high intense radiation living under a radiated and i think there was a book written about this living under a radiated 
something. Anyway, the metamorphosis is increase in radiation, number one, and number two, increase in electromagnetivity <laughs> around them. Okay? As the nanotech begins to assemble, especially in the brain where it builds the cobwebs, this is where the spiders come in, right? As it begins to build cobwebs in the body, the biosensors, right? Where the whole body is cobwebbed, right? So where, where the first stage of, of Humanity 3.0 is getting the nanotech in the body. Now we're in the second phase, which is turning up the heat. Who can survive? And we're seeing that the majority of the human race can't survive. But the beautiful thing is that we're seeing the human race waking up. But to answer your question regarding the undergrounds, the war has come above ground. And I'm beginning to wonder, are they burning down these forests because they need a clear view of when these, these, these hybrids and these creatures come above ground, they can see them? Because if you look at the burn map, okay, half the planet is burning. The entire Amazon basin is burning. People, how is the Amazon basin burning? The Amazon goes from the Atlantic to the Pacific. It covers like five countries, way more than five countries. How the hell is the Amazon burning? It's a rainforest, rainforest. The entire Amazon, if you go look up the fire map, the global fire map, half the planet is burning. All of Southern Africa is burning. All of Northern South America is burning. All of Central America is burning. The entire western coast of the United States is burning and the entire western coast of Canada is burning. So the question begets why. These are, these are the most verdant areas on planet Earth. And some of them, it's impossible for them to burn. The rainforest, the Amazon, what's causing it to burn? Lasers, satellites, right? But the question is why? Listen, climate change is a hoax. Not only is climate change a hoax, there's this notion of higher CO2 is bad for the environment. How is it bad for the environment? And you're burning trees. It's going to produce CO2. That's what happens, right? So why are they doing this? We got to begin to think. Something is going on. And I'm beginning to wonder. That war is coming above ground. They need to clear out those trees so they can see. That's what I'm thinking. So that's what I think is going on in these in these national parks. I think it's one, a treaty gone bad, you know, where they're supposed to snatch one or two, and now they're like snatching everybody in the forest, and the government's like, ah, shit, we can't tell the public, you know, but we're going to mitigate it by burning down the forests. Yeah, right. which does it's not good for our environment, honestly, either. No, it's it's and, and which isn't good for us because we need trees for oxygen. That's that's basic biology. I mean, not, not the biology that we've been taught, but like, you know, but that could that could mean that they're trying to terraform us more into this AI version of a human as well. Human you know? 3.0. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it could be one that because the war is above ground, they're burning down the trees so they have a clear line of sight to take them out. Or it could be that the AI, which I think is the one turning on, you know, I think it's the one doing 90% of these burns, the, the AI controlled underground, the AI controlled underground is turning them on and saying, okay, yeah, you want to mess with us? Let's burn down the whole planet.
So this is why I think the decision has been made for Humanity 3.0 because they know Humanity 2.0 in their minds. Humanity 2.0 never survived the cataclysms. Okay, so here's the here's the issue. Most people only know about one cataclysm. Okay, in the Native American um, origin stories, there were three cataclysms. Three. For the Africans, there were seven cataclysms. Why? Because the Africans are older, so they're going to have way more cataclysms. They had seven floods, but the only flood re re uh, recorded is the flood in the Bible. No, that's just the most recent. There were seven floods minus the other cataclysms, right? So what happens under these cataclysms? We know from the uh, Hopi people that when that um, cataclysm occurred, the Hopi went and lived with the ant beings underground. Yeah. Okay? Nothing survived. And if they didn't live there, they would not have survived either. We know that in Turkey, and I think it's, um, this is about, I can't remember. Anyway, we know about the underground cities in Turkey that housed 50,000, 30 to 50,000 people in underground cities. Think about it, okay? So, but here's the problem. Gobekli Tepe, thank you. The under the underground cities in Turkey, I think it was 30,000, was it? Okay, so we know there were several cataclysms. Now, here's my thing with these cataclysms. Is it a cycle that the earth goes through? I would like to argue that it's not necessarily a cycle, but it's an intervention because they have been constantly trying to take this planet. Constantly. And they have technology that can cause all sorts of chaos. So that's that's some of the, the things I'm thinking. Am I right? I don't know. But this is where I'm question. Mm. I was going to see you, because I've heard this in more than more than one person. Angel Lori asked it, and uh, I'd usually put the question up on the screen, but I can't find it, and I just tried to remember it. She wanted to know if you heard of anything going on September 24th, because a couple people September seem 22nd. to think that something's going to go on September 24th. It's September 22nd was the date that was put out. Um, thank you for that question. I've heard multiple times September 22nd, and if you, 2 times 11 is? 11 is the two, oh, pillars. Uh, yeah. two pillars. What are we dealing with? So 22nd is 2 times 11. So it's 2 Boaz. And what's the other one? Boaz and um the twins. Boaz and... um He's Masonic. Uh, someone will know. These Masonic are twins. So it's the two pillars. So someone, a lot of people are saying uh, September 22nd. I don't know dates. But here's what I am picking up. Jashin. Boaz and Joachim. Joachim. Okay. All right. So here's what I'm picking up. Something. Joachim. Oh, is it Joachim? Joachim or Joachim? Thank you for that. So it's Boaz and Joachim or Joachim, right? So something is afoot. I'm going to tell you guys this. Okay. Um, I'm not scaring people. But if you live on the coast, that may not be a good idea. Joachim, Joachim, right? If you live on the coast, that may not be a good idea. That is all that I'm sensing. 
okay? Regarding Maui, I mean, the people are in pain. So I don't want to say too much about Maui because the people are in raw pain. Okay, those children were taken. Okay, I'm going to leave that there. But something hit my spirit the other day. Okay. Now, I know that America, the American military, gave up on, they no longer go with tanks, tanks and subs, and all of this is old hat to them. They're like, ah, all of this is bullshit technology. Okay. That's for them, it's like, yeah. You know, I know it's underground weapons, tectonic plate weapons, weather weapons, direct energy weapons. Yeah, yeah. You know, rod of God, which is lasers. Okay, Star Wars. That's where America is. America is they're not, they don't care about submarines and fighter jets and all oh, they don't care about all of that. So people are thinking, you know, Russia's more advanced. But when it comes to alien hardware, America's more advanced, right? They're going to laser web Star Wars. Just think Star Wars. That's where the American military really I've, I've heard I mean, even Alex Jones said, and he doesn't even know about all Alex Jones doesn't know about all the stuff that you and I know about, but Alex Jones says that we're twenty years ahead or thirty years ahead of Russia and or wait, thirty yeah. years ahead of China and fifty years ahead of Russia. Yeah. Which means mm -hmm. we could, I probably got some and he's usually I mean, I hate to say this, but Alex Jones has been proven right a lot of times. You know what I mean? Like I'm not a full Alex Jones supporter in any way. Trust me, I'm not. I mean I you know, but like he has been right a lot, you know, and I, I don't know. And they, and they did drop yeah. off every party. I mean, when someone is but right, they're right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, you're, you're not going to down someone for being right, but you're right. When it comes to traditional military hardware, Russia is superior. Why? Because America abandoned that type of military technology. When it comes to satellite, plasma, laser, underground weapons, tectonic weapons. <laughs> weather weapons you know portal beam beam technology portal technology beam technology they don't come close time so, travel technology time yeah. travel technology quantum jumping none of them come close and i always tell people people that like to say russia is more advanced militarily i said listen look at the u.s military budget it is eight hundred billion dollars and that's there not even no accounting way. for all the money that goes missing you know Think there is that. no way they're inferior to russia now here is the problem we know throughout history what they would do is they would like they love to see how much of a first strike they can absorb think about what i'm telling you how much of a first strike they can absorb and then they show them what they're capable of. Think about what I'm saying to you. So they would allow them to hit their hardest, to justify them hitting back. And that is where we are. Okay? Wow. So the problem scary. we're dealing with is them wanting to test absorbing a first strike. And a first strike means dead humans. So they can justify changing the class of warfare. Think about what I'm telling you. The atom bomb. You following? They had yeah. to justify dropping it. How do you drop it? You had to absorb a first strike. That is where we are. 
Okay. So what I tell people to do, and this is what I've been trying to, you know, think of, what is a good out for humanity? Me, I am just to the point, I'm like, we can't go under the sea because they have that mapped. The only way out might, we can't go up through space because the planet is mapped. We're under a cobwebs, spider cobwebs, right? The whole planet is cobwebbed. Now they're just cobwebbing our bodies, right? So people, you have to start communicating with the earth. I am not crazy. Oh, she's telling us, talk to the earth. We should be talking to God. Well, God put you on the earth. How do you criticize someone for telling you, talk to the place where you get your food? How do you criticize someone telling you, talk to the place where you get your water? Okay? God, if you believe in God, God is up there. Your food and your water is down here. You see what I'm saying? So I tell people, as much as is possible, talk to the earth. Talk to the soil. Pick up dirt where you are. Talk to it. The animals know when these things are about to go off. Think about what I'm telling you. They know. It's just silly humans who are not connected. Silly humans and domesticated animals that are not connected, that know when something's wrong. You know what I mean? Have you ever heard of an animal in the wild disappearing? Yes. They, animals they in the wild they... don't disappear? No, I mean getting like 411, missing 411. No, no, you don't. No. Well, you hear about cattle mutilation. No, no, no. But that's, that's those are domesticated. domesticated animals. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Not wild animals, domesticated. Why? Because the wild animals are in tune with the predators. Yeah. And, it, and you know, what's interesting is like, you know, that like a predator won't um, go around a mutilated cow. Like they, they'll, they'll sniff it, but they won't. They won't eat it. Like, right. And a lot of the times those animals are looking for anything to eat and they won't even touch it. So that right. makes me wonder what's going on with that. That's insane. Right. Yeah, the smell of death, right? So that's, that's, that's something to think about. Think about it. It's only domesticated humans and animals that get snatched. Animals in the wild don't get snatched because they're in tune. It's only domesticated Ones like us that lost that connection. So keep that connection up. Keep that connection to your environment alive and thriving. That's the only solution I have. I really don't have an answer. Outside of the earth is cobwebbed. Under the earth is cobwebbed. Under the sea is cobwebbed. The land is cobwebbed. I don't have an answer. Right? So keep that connection alive. Ask the land, guide me, feed me, give me drink, which reminds me I need to go do that tomorrow. Guide me, feed me, give me drink. May I always have something clean and healthy to eat. May I always have water to bathe and to wash and to eat. Talk to your trees. Your trees give you food. It gives you shade. Talk to them. Okay? Think about it. Think about it. So any, let's get to the spiders, right? So regarding the spider, now women, don't be offended. Don't be offended. It's just a different entity. 
Regarding the spider, I noticed that between male and female, I may not be 100% accurate. This is just an observation, right? Yeah, cats are wild as hell. The attacks in South America. Which attacks? The the, the, the Peru, the aliens in Peru. Oh, Ooh. I think that that's that's the war. They broke ground. And I think those face peelers are both sides. That's that's to me, I just I just have a feeling it's like a government experiment gone wrong between both aliens and humans. And then yeah. it just escapes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that's just that's just my opinion, right? So let's get to the spiders and let's get to body snatching, right? So women, I don't want you to be offended. I'm saying this so that you're aware. Between male and female, I have observed and I've been observing this for a very long time, that the group that the female spiders, the female spider, the queen herself, the group that she likes to host in are females. I don't know if it's because of the multiplication thing. Women give birth. Okay. But she loves to host what, what people would call, religious people would call possession of females. Okay. She has a prey. And that prey is usually any outspoken man. Any outspoken man, especially any outspoken man who is exposing her form of sacrifice, which is child mutilation. Is everyone following what I'm trying to show them? Yes. Right? So any man, any male who is exposing things like um, child genital mutilation, child genital mutilation was not just conjured up in the minds of a bunch of demoniacs. It is an actual ritual to what is known as the mother, the mother goddess. The mother goddess in Teotihuacan was the great spider. She lives underground. Her followers would practice child mutilation and sex changes. The males would dress up as females. The females would dress up as males in veneration of the great mother goddess who was depicted as a spider, okay? She, she goes after men in particular to jam them up, to tie them up, and to derail them from their mission. One of the ways she does this is through sex. Is everyone understanding English tonight? Now, this is I'm, not... I'm, I'm keyed in. This yeah. Is, this makes a lot of sense to me. Right? 
This is not me hating women. I'm a woman. I just have bigger bones, maybe bigger hands, but I'm a biological woman, okay? So I don't hate women. But I've noticed because I've been tracking her for a long time. And I think it's easier for her to infiltrate and possess women energetically because women love community. Women tend to gravitate communally. And women usually set the social norms for the community because they're the nurturer. This is the group, This females are the main group. She uses the main one. She uses to possess. But possession, it doesn't stop at possession, okay? It stops at, at uh, assassination and derailing of missions. Derailing of missions. Now, what I've been observing and my newsletter for this month is about this. Do you mind me sharing this? No, that's fine. It's cool. Okay. So I switch formats. I used to do teaching, training, training my students to see. Because I'm like, you're not going into the new world order blind. You have to be able to see. And I switch from teaching people to see now that my students graduated. They were very good seers. And now I'm giving them, I need to give them stuff, spiritual stuff in their hands that they can download in paper form. They can print out in paper form and they can keep in case things get bad, really bad. And I think, you know, they may just get really bad. So you need to switch to a paper format, okay? Or a downloadable format, okay? Not just videos, people. That might be difficult in the next coming uh, year. And a friend of mine, I'm going to get back to the spider. A friend of mine said, next year is number eight. Number eight is the year of destruction. Think about what I'm telling you. 2025 is number nine. I think number nine is the year of, um, I think, rebuilding. Oh, no, 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 no. Revelation. Revelation. Okay. Oh, is it? No. We're in seven. Seven is revelation. A is destruction. Nine is rebuilding. Okay. Let me say that again. We're in seven. Revelation. This is why you're seeing things revealed. No one trusts their government. Next is the year of destruction. People plan. Plan. And then nine. Nine is completion. Thank you for that. This is what I was told, okay? Not eight. I wasn't told eight. I was told nine when things come to completion. If you understand the New World Order, the New World Order is 2025. If you can make it through 2025, more than likely you make it to 2030. Remember, next year is destruction. Think about what I'm telling you. Next year is destruction. So please plan accordingly. Let's get back to the spider. Because everything that's going on right now, everything that's going on right now is the spider. It's the, it's the spider verse. That is what we're going into. We're going into the spider verse. What is the spider verse? The atmosphere 
will not just be electromagnetism, lightning, condensation, evaporation, clouds, water, whatever. No, it's technology, the technosphere, right? Your body is not going to be biological. It's going to be technological, the technosphere, a technocorp, humanity 3.0. The planet is cobwebbed. Underground is cobwebbed. On the surface is cobwebbed. They're burning down the trees. You can't hide in the forests. Prepare. So we're going into the Spider-Verse, where everything is a literal net. And there was a there was a Catholic nun. She was Irish. And I think her name was uh, Emmerich, Mary Emmerich. Mary Emmerich. I hope I said her name right. And she had, I think it's, she's like maybe 100 years old. Any Irish people in the house? And she had a vision. And she said, she saw in her vision in the end times that the earth was surrounded in cobwebs controlled by a giant spider. Sister Emmerich. The earth was cobwebbed, surrounded, controlled by a giant spider. Okay, this is a tough one to get out of, right? So with that said, let's get to the spider and why this is important. So in my newsletter, I shifted format from doing group trainings to newsletter because I need my followers to have paper in their hands in case we get cut off. That's a great question, Andromedan. Let me wrap this up with the spider. So we have to understand, women, we have to be careful. Yes, the queen of love, you got it. We have to be careful because the spider, as I was told by her, and people can laugh and say these things aren't real. <laughs> Even Jesus said, he who have eyes to see, let him see. And when, when Peter went to Jesus and said, Rabbi, Rabbi, well, whatever, master, master, he said, master. He didn't say Rabbi, he said, master. He said, master, why is it that you speak to the people in parables, but you speak us to us plainly? Jesus said, because it is given to you the keys of the kingdom. Basically, <laughs> those NPCs, they're never going to get it. Okay, so people can laugh and say this spider doesn't exist. He who has eyes to see, let him see. And he who has ears to hear, let him hear. Right? Oh, I just realized I forgot to do something. Oh my God. Hold on, hold on. Rob, one second here. Okay. So how's everybody doing in the chat tonight? This is good stuff, huh? We got like 70, 71 people watching. That's pretty good. It's 1030 at night here where I'm at. So it's like, um, I'm kind of winding down. I took an edible, so I'm just kind of, but see people were saying, um, Derek Galloway says they're a legend of what they say. The queen of wealth is in control of the drill elf. And Angel Lordy says, lots of my SSP friends have been seeing the spider creatures. Yeah. So. I'm ready. So. Oh, here's, okay, sorry. No problem. So here's what I notice. I've been watching how she operates. When it comes to hosts, she loves possessing women. Women, you have to be careful. Okay. 
possession by the spider is, listen, it is the equivalent of the demoniac from the Gadarenes, legion inside of your body. So women, because you are more spiritual and because she's the one that controls the electromagnetic grid, the electromagnetic grid, okay, is literally the spirit realm. It makes sense why she would find women suitable hosts. But it doesn't stop at hosting. She targets men. Now, how does she target them? I have seen this over and over and over and over again. How does she do it? She targets the men in power. Okay. Any man, especially if the man is going on a path that would expose her agenda, the entire New World Order agenda is hers. They, these people on the, these entities, some may or may not know they are working for the spider. I believe most of them don't know they're working for the spider because one of the things she does is she makes people believe that it's their own will. Okay. And she uses things like jealousy, envy. So negative human emotions is how she can get in. Her form of worship is usually through sex because you're creating a new field when two people come together. So she's not just going to possess you because you're jealous. Okay. No, but usually it's through sex. When a new type, when a new field is created, for example, if I have, I'm just saying, let's say I have sex with person A. I'm going to create a field with person A, especially if I'm a woman, right? And I go have sex with person B. I am still in person A's field and their field is mine. When I go to have sex with person B, it's not, it's not two fields. It's three fields creating a new field. And if I'm a woman, the portal, the portal for sex goes this way. It's absorption. You see how she gets in? The portal for creation goes this way. Right? So the portal for sex copulation, it's, it absorbs. It goes up for a woman, right? The opposite happens when, when it's creation comes down, flows with gravity, right? It's coming down, right? So for women, women have to be very careful to guard their portals. Okay. For men, you have the pillar. Okay. Boaz and Joachim, the pillar, okay? So for men, procreation is coming down or depending on the position, you know, whatever, right? <laughs> and pro sorry, procreation is coming out. I'm sorry, it's coming out because that's the life force coming out. Yeah, okay? I get it. 
So what she likes to do is she likes to come through sex. Oh, man. That's scary. sexual attachments. Okay. I am not criticizing anyone's sexual habits. Quite frankly, it's none of my business. However, however, if you are a man and you're weak, like your sexual passions are stronger than you, and you like porn, those women are cobwebbed. Those women are host for spiders. Those women are hosts. I am not saying it to degrade them. Many of them is not their fault. They were kidnapped and sex trafficked. You following what I'm saying? What I'm saying is because of the multiple partners, it's like an, oh, remember, it's a portal we're dealing with. Who controls the electromagnetic frequencies for these portals? It's the spider. Okay? It's the spider. Why do you think these intelligence agencies, think people, people in the intelligence agencies are occultists. Why do you think people in the intelligence agencies, why do they use sex kittens and honeypots to destroy men? Think. Why don't they destroy them with drugs? Why is it always sex? Now watch this. In the past 50 years, the sex have gone from women to children. Why do you think they use children as blackmail material? What is the worship of the spider? The worship of the spider is child abuse and child mutilation. Oh my God. You following? So when I tell, yes, it is. So this is why it is imperative if you are awake that you guard your gates. And when I say your gates, especially for women, your portal was designed to absorb, except during the time of your flow and during the time of childbirth, where your portal is going in the opposite direction, right? Men, your portal is designed to retain And except when you're giving life, you know, there's a massive explosion of energy, which is akin to, you know, a nuclear detonation under microscope. Okay. So for men, men have to be careful because you males are her main target. Women for possession, men to take down. And from my research, what I've noticed, what she does, when she's successful with one of her spider hosts, the man is decapitated from being a man. Do you understand now the rise in men trying to be women in the West? Oh, my God. Is it beginning to make sense? You understand now why in the West you see a rise in child genital mutilation and they call it health care. 
simultaneously as we roll out more tech hysterectomies even that is her but simultaneously as we roll out more technology you don't think it's strange that we're rolling out ai which is her brain ai is her brain this is how she takes over solar systems at the same time we're seeing child genital mutilation Bing, thank you, Angel. You got it. Thank you, Angel. Well, you the know, you know, it's another interesting practices spider cannibalism. It's the same thing. This is what we're under. Go ahead. What's interesting is if you even look back to some of the um, human mutilation cases, because there are some human mutilation cases in alien in a, in classic alien abduction. Um, it's not, it's rare, but it is, it is a thing. And, uh, one of the people that was doing studies on it was, um, Butch Witkowski. He died. Mm -hmm. He, um, he was, he, and these people, the, the guys that they were finding, the men that they were finding that were human mutilated, that he thought was being done by aliens. They were met, mutilated at the genitalia. That's not a lot. And these, these cases happened for over the last 20, 30 years. So this has been going, this isn't like something, this is like something that's been gradually progressing, I'm guessing. And in the case, thank you so much for that angel. And in the case of spider cannibalism, after she gets impregnated, and that's something men need to be aware of. How do they take down politicians? They use sex pots, sex kittens, honey pots, right? And what does the honey pot do? The goal is to get them get impregnated by the man or get his sperm. So when we look at spider cannibalism, the spider doesn't just go and after she gets impregnated, kill the, the male spider. She goes after the genitalia. Okay. Men think. So what happens to these men is that she decapitates them. If she gets a stronghold around the man, the man gets weaker. The man gets weaker, okay? The man loses testicular fortitude, okay? Hold on. Sorry, I'm doing this. I, I just forgot to do something. I'm still here. Hold on one second. No, you're fine. You're fine. I'm just thinking this is like, this sounds a lot of information. Like, that's, I don't want to say my life, but like, it's it's interesting like i'm not losing testicular fortitude but i'm i definitely got wrapped up in a couple relationships that were i can help you we're, we're not going to talk about it here but you know how to reach me i can i'll help you okay yeah i don't need you don't need to tell me but i can help you but if you're gonna go forward especially with things like you know extraterrestrial kind of stuff you have to be aware of the cobwebs yeah, and and, and, and and what was weird about my one relationship is it just, mm -hmm. it seemed like so, it didn't seem right. Like, not the whole time, I was like, this doesn't even seem like this should be happening. Like, I, I, don't, I was like, I don't know why this girl's interested in me, and it, it just, it all seemed very bizarre. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was like, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, uh, it was, it was, it was weird. It was Let me ask you a question. Sure. Did she have, she started off nice. 
but did she start having erratic behaviors like you were thinking actually let's not talk about that on here because she could be listening we'll we'll talk privately okay if yeah if you want help just reach out to me we'll talk privately okay so let's let's continue in the signs right let's look at the signs so to answer your question burning the forest pro anti-spider i think it's two things going on i think climate change is a hoax it's a cover for something else i think they know that the alien war is above ground and it's it's like um the body snatching like not spiritually, but the physical missing people going in the forest. It's just overwhelming them. They're just like burning all down. Burn it down. That will give us clear line of sight. We could see them when they come above ground, at least if they're not using portals. That's what I think that is. So depends. Wait, you know, really Nyasha, Nyasha, this isn't, we're not trying to be one-sided. She says women are being attacked too. This is somehow one-sided. Yeah. We don't want you to think it's one-sided. It's not one-sided. This is like a takeover of the whole human race, I think, is what... Um, is what Raynetta is trying to say. It's just, it's just. Weird yeah, I did say women are being attacked. I said women are being attacked differently. Women are being attacked via possession from what I've seen. And men are being attacked via takedown from what I've seen. So I'm not, I'm not, and I, I made it clear. I'm not putting any sex down. It's just how I am seeing over the past 15 years, watching how the spiders cobweb people and take down missions and get people off track, right? So again, some people will see the spider and they will see a different, her using a different line of attack, yeah. And I think it's because women are naturally spiritual, Stanton. Women are naturally spiritual, okay? And women work, women use cobwebs, communities. What do you think communities are? Webs. So it's easier. Women are naturally social. Women shape society because they're the nurturers. So if you're a predatory race, it's easy to go through the females. So this is what I'm saying. Women, this is what you need to look for. Right? So let's get to what happens to men when she gets her one of her spider legs in. When she gets one of her spider legs in. This is why it's very important not to do occultic rituals don't participate in occultic rituals just don't do it it's not safe when she attacks men okay it's usually strategic it's to get close to the man quite possibly and what she will do is she will find out those closest to him okay thank you rebecca world i was gonna say that's such a good point worldwide web i don't want to laugh but like it's like that was really good that was a really good uh that was a really good whatever you call it metaphor or yeah you know worldwide web it really is a worldwide web that's what it is and i mentioned that in another interview you know why do you crawl the web why are web crawlers called spiders? Have yeah, you about even, even though the stuff like even with Spider-Man, the comic book, and like it's Spider-Man. always in the movies. They have like this new Spider-Man movie all the time. Like, you know, yeah. like, is, it, let me ask you this. Is that what this is going to turn into? Will humans convert to spiders as well, do you think? like I think they're trying to make us bug food. One side is trying to make us bug food. 
And then the other one is like, now nah, we got to do humanity 2.0, radiate them, find the ones who could tolerate high radiation, high electromagnetism and off planet them because we're going to end up like Mars. But before we get to that part, I got to give people how to spot her cobwebs. People, you got to get this because if you fall into her cobwebs, unless you have a strong group of people to pull you out, you're done for. Okay, so it's important to see the attack coming, see one of her children coming, male, female, doesn't matter, male, female. And once you see the attack coming, you have to listen to me carefully. You cannot love this entity. Okay, you cannot befriend this entity. This entity has been doing this thing for millions of years. You have to get away. Okay, did everyone hear what I said? You yeah. cannot reform this entity. Okay, like the Silk One Belt One Road Initiative is the revived Silk Road. How do they make silk? Thank you, Jared. How is silk made? One Belt One Road, which is the New World Order. Right? Think about it. Yeah. Let's continue, right? So, when the man is being infiltrated by the spider, or the woman is being infiltrated by the spider, the first thing the spider sex does is it finds out the network protecting the man. Let me give you a piece of advice. If you are public and there are people who are guardians protecting you. Make sure some of the guardians, the seers, if you are public, you must have seers. If you are a public person, you must have seers. If you don't have people who can see for you, you got a problem. Number two, if you have seers seeing for you, you got to be humble and listen, no matter how crazy they sound. Okay? You got to be willing to listen. Because what's the point of a seer seeing and you're not listening? Right? So let's say the spider is launching an attack. An attack would be slinging her cobweb at you. Okay? What does the attack look like? The attack is usually sexual in nature. You will find, hey, I'm not attracted to this person. God, there's something about this person I can't stand. And then all of a sudden you wake up the next day and you're like, oh my, oh my God, this person's so cute. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah. Right? These, this, this, the queen spider's 200 feet. Her children, I don't know. I'm assuming 200 feet too, but she might just be the queen, right? So all of a sudden you wake up and like, oh my God, okay. The person, you're like, oh, okay. Why do I like, why, why all of a sudden? That's because her cobwebs are getting to your head. You have to go back. What was my original thought about this person? What? You got to fight the cobwebs, people, people. There is coming a time when every human on earth is going to have 
to fight the cobwebs. I've been there. There is coming a time. This is why I always teach people, know your thoughts. Know your thoughts. Right? Because she's a master at changing your thoughts. Know your thoughts, know your will, know your emotions. And this is going to be in my newsletter. Okay? So watch this. It's all of a sudden you're waking me like, oh my God. Oh, okay, that female, she looks, oh, that guy, he looks really, oh. Okay? That's how it starts. The second thing she does is while she's spinning webs around your brain, changing the way you see, changing the way you hear, changing the way you think, people close to you are going to start noticing, hold on. This person's changing because she's spinning a web around your head. Okay. Okay. Once the web has successfully is being um, spun around your head. Okay. And you're beginning to change the way you see all of a sudden. Let me tell you what happens next. The people around you who are for you, this is the victim who gets cobwebbed. All of a sudden, they start hating the people who are there to help them. Did you guys catch that? Yes. Okay, that's important. All of a sudden, the person becomes irrational and illogical. And let me tell you something else. They also become very dark, very quiet. That's when they're beginning to go. When they get quiet, when they stop communicating, when they stop communicating with you, when, when you notice that communication is drying up, you know where they're going? They're going into the web. They're being pulled in. That's what's occurring. Okay. So I got a question. Like if yeah. somebody gets involved in this web, like how do we get, is there a way to get out of it? Or is that, is yeah, yeah, possible? yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But let me give them all the signs to look for. And then we're going to talk about how to get out. Is that good? Yeah, it's good. Okay. Now, did you guys notice something that I said? The behavior changes. Have you noticed that people who took the oink, 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 their behavior changed after the boink, boink, boink? Yes. Have you seen under the microscope what they found in the oinky, boinky? Cobwebs. Yeah. Cobwebs. Have you seen what they've been pulling out of people's bodies? When they die and they took the oinky boinky, the Satan serum, the liquid, why does it look like cobwebs? Okay, right. So let's continue, right? So I got your attention. So watch this. So the person who's being cobwebbed they start changing. They start seeing differently. 
Now here is where it gets really crazy. They start seeing the people who love them and care for them as the enemy. They start seeing their enemies as people who love and care for them. Thank you, Stanton. That's exactly what it is. Jabulon the spider. Jabulon is the spider. Did you guys catch that? Yeah. Right? Notice, there's an inversion. Ah, Sal, you got it. There's an inversion that takes place. What is the worship of the female spider? Inversion. She wants her men, women, her women, men. She likes to cut off the, she likes the genitalia of young boys, cut off and glued on to the girls. And then the genitalia of girls glued on to the boys. Inversion. So what happens? What happens is, those who genuinely love you in the eyes of the victim, the victim is like, oh no, you're out to get me. And then they run to the enemy deeper and deeper to the very enemy who spun the web to cobweb their heads, to cobweb their brains, to alter the way they see. Women get got, from what I can tell, to the desire to control, the desire to control, and using their lotus flower as a weapon. When women use their lotus flower as a weapon, meaning to get what they want, it's an open doorway to get caught, well, to get possessed. What I've seen is the women get possessed because remember it's a hive and the head of the hive is always female. Remember, it's a hive. And they say, oh, but spiders don't move in hives. People, go look at a spider's nest, okay? When a spider gives birth. Go look, that's a hive, okay? Right? So. These are some of the tactics you have to look for, okay? So when a person is being cobweb, they're going deeper into the web, one of the things you have to look for is erratic behavior. Because that erratic behavior is a sign that the person is fighting the cobweb. Okay? Okay, women, don't use your lotus flower, okay, or your mounds or your two mountains. Don't use your mountains as a weapon. Your lotus flower, your mountain, your lotus flower is more potent. Don't use them as weapons. If you want to have, you know, whatever, sex, whatever, you're an adult, have sex. Don't use it as a weapon. You see what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? And men, when it comes to entities, my, the number one thing that keeps men cobwebbed the longest is that men tend to be arrogant. 
okay? And they don't like to listen to women and they think when women see stuff, right? When women see stuff, okay, that the women are just, it, it's just wives' tales. Oh, she's just, yeah, she just, you know. Because women will see. Women will see it and they will warn. Any true loving woman who cares about a man and she sees, she's going to let the man know, hey, listen, this is no way. Okay? So, Beth, that's cobwebbing. They've been cobwebbed. That's cobwebs. Big time. Right? So, these are some of the tactics you have to be aware of. You have to see people. It's not just your classic demon possession where the demon possesses someone's body and they run out into the streets and get hit by a bus. Okay? Cobwebs in the law. <laughs> Metaphors. <laughs> right? So that's something to look for. Okay. So let's look for some solutions. Okay. Like the majority of the solutions will be in, but this one is this, what I'm talking about is body snatchers. I'm not talking about the spiders in this newsletter. This newsletter is our body snatchers, but watch this. So let's look at the cobweb solutions. Okay. The first thing is this. One of the things that the spider likes is for people to be alone. Okay. Simple solution. You need a community and you need eyes, caring people who watch out for you. But more importantly, you need to have seers, especially if you are doing social media, you're on social media, you're a truther, you're an investigator, you're a researcher, and you're going against the norm. She knows that you're not cobwebbed. Anyone who's a normie is cobwebbed. These are the facts. If you are a truther, you are uncobwebbed and therefore an enemy of the spider. If you're doing social media or any researcher, you have to have seers, people who can see. The second thing is, if you have seers and they see, you need to listen no matter what your emotions tell you. Because the number one thing I saw with this spider taking down people is people not listening. It requires a deal of humility. And humility is very difficult. It's difficult for anyone. We want to believe we know everything. No, we don't. We're dealing with something very old that is taking over this planet. Very ancient and very, very, very um, skilled at multi-level warfare. We cannot outsmart this thing. But as a community, we can at least see their tactics. The third step is when you have a seer or seers, they warn you and they tell you, be careful of this person. Immediate separation, no questions asked. Immediate separations, no questions asked. Why? Because you cannot love this entity interchanging. If you don't listen, you know what will happen? She will find a way to start taking out your defenses. telling you 
I've seen this so many times. She will start taking out your defenses. The people who protect you, the people who guard over you, the people who see because she knows to get to you, I got to get through them. And then all of a sudden, it's scandals around the people around you. Okay? Nikisha, no worries. Don't be afraid. This is not about being afraid. This is not about being afraid. This is about being aware. Okay? So if you don't listen, if you don't believe, all of a sudden, one by one, the people around you starts get taken out. You start, uh, they, they get taken out. Okay? So you got to listen, be observant, act, and act quickly. Don't hesitate. Act quickly. Okay? Those are the three easy steps of not becoming cobwebbed. What do you do if you are cobwebbed? That's where it gets difficult. Now, what I've noticed is that when you do get cobwebbed, other people see. Whether they see the cobweb or whether they just see that something has happened to you, behavioral change, and you, you're totally withdrawn. Right? So, what to do if you're in the web? Here is where it gets difficult because I was once cobwebbed, okay? And I believe that is how they changed the culture of New York City. New York City used to be a rebellious city that was anti-big corporations. Does everyone remember the 99 percenters movement? I do. Okay. Because I, I know about that stuff, though. Right. I mean... Yeah? Okay. That movement was the 99% against the against the 1%. You know what they started doing? Oh, they started cobwebbing the skies and running out the small businesses and rolling in the big businesses and totally domesticated New Yorkers. They, they, they did the same thing with Pittsburgh. Like, like part There used to be a a part of town that was like really like independent and rebellious it was called oakland it's like right outside the city of pittsburgh and uh now it's all like medical and like okay you know, thank you think about what you just said medical yes exactly 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 yeah that's exactly what i'm trying okay. to say it's all medical you okay. know it's, it's why like, do you think medical i mean it's 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 ridiculous it's all medical i mean around here it's it's like it's like i don't know what's up with this place like it's like where does the medicine go? I mean, I, when I you take know. medicine, I mean, where does it go? It goes in the body. It goes in the body, yeah. If I wanted to take over a race, where would I want to be? Oh, wow. I want to be inside, honey. That's what's going on. Wow. That's what's going on. You get it? So I watch New York. Literally going from a rebellious city. I mean rebellious. Jason, what, what's up? Rebellious to domesticated. 
you couldn't get New Yorkers 20 years ago to take any COVID jabs. I watched New Yorkers line up. And one of the other ways, thank you for that, Angel. One of the other ways, they primed them. And I'm all I'm showing you spider tactics. Because everyone involved in the New World Order is 33rd degrees and above. And it's after you get to 33 degrees that you get to learn about Jab Yulon. Jab you. The spider of Freemasonry. Jab you. Lon, jab you, jab you. Right? They primed them, Angel. You got that right. How did they prime them? By giving them street drugs that required needles. Oh my God, I didn't even think of that. That's, that's, that makes sense. By giving them street drugs that look like pills. That's priming or grooming them. Let's go back even deeper to groom them and prime them to take the cobwebs. Oink, oink, oink. You put it on a schedule. Schedule. If this was 20 years ago, you think you're getting New Yorkers to get primed with Jabulon? No way. They had to change the culture. And that is what the spider does. She changes the culture around people. She targets. She changes the culture, the energy around people she targets. So if you see the energy of a group or the energy of people change, step back. Bingo, Derek. That's when she's weaving the web. Okay? And for those of you who are, who think that a bunch of antisocial nerds came up with all of this, why is it that these antisocial nerds, everything around technology is related to a spider spinning a web? You're crawling the internet. You use web crawlers to index pages. The web crawlers uses spiders. That was one of the first browsers I remember back in the day. It was uh, there was like AOL and there was web crawler. Remember that web crawler? Yeah, and the crawlers use spiders. So if you guys think that a bunch of antisocial nerds dream these things up no these people were heavy into the occult and they're telling you the, the the technocrats are telling you the god we worship is a spider you're not you're not paying attention remember what the bible says eyes to see and ears to hear and remember what the bible says when peter and i'm going to repeat this peter said hey master why is it that you're speaking to the people in parables, but you speak to us plainly? Charlotte's web, you got it. He said, because the keys of the kingdom has been given to you. The secrets of the kingdom. What's the secret of the kingdom? You guys want me to drop the secret of the kingdom 
to you guys? Do you want me to give you the secret to the kingdom? The key to the kingdom <laughs> is that everything is a web. It's a web. Everything is interconnected. Whether underground, on the surface, out in space. It's one giant web. Now, here is the thing. Webs, another way of saying webs, are networks. Webs, so you don't, for the those who are 33rd degree and above, we call it webs. But to the uninitiated, we call it networks. Now, what are networks used for? Networks are used for planet. Remember, Jesus said, I will make you a fisher of men. What do fishermen use? Nets. Nets. What's another word for net? A web. Have you looked at a fishing net? So it's webs to the initiated and it is networks to the uninitiated. But the language is there. Look. Right? So you think Jesus, when he said, when he said to his disciples, I'm going to make you a fisher of men. You think Jesus was just speaking about bringing people into the kingdom and the people are fish? No. No. Because another way of saying net is web. What is the key to the kingdom? The key to the kingdom of heaven is the cosmic web. The web that connects everything. And this is a web that is natural. Now what is being spun over us is an artificial web. You see the difference? So to answer your question, Dean, so webs are good or bad? Webs are good. The natural web is good because we connect naturally to it. Let me show you what I mean. Trees communicate with each other using networks under the soil. Those networks look like webs. Are they evil? No, because that network doesn't just share information. That's how trees help trees that get less water get water and nutrients they need so they don't die. So there is a natural organic web that connects everything. That is the key to the kingdom. Now here's the problem. Your same Bible said to you, oh shoot, when Jesus was killed, it said to you that Jesus had to go underground to get the keys. Whoa. Underground? 
Where's the mother goddess hidden? The mother goddess is Wait a minute. Wait, what are you trying to say here? This is interesting. This is really interesting. Like, I'm trying to connect this all together. Like, what do you what do you think he was trying to say about that then? Are you he still there? Battled, I believe they were trying to tell you that he went underground and battled the spider. Oh, and I God. believe that he battled the spider under Jerusalem. That's deep. Think about it. The key, let me show you, let me show you what I mean. The key, it said that Jesus, when he died, he had to descend. Who is under there? We know, we know that it's not Lucifer. It ain't Satan. Renata, you're wrong. Satan's under there. Uh-uh. Because your same book said that Satan fell to earth. Whoa. So Satan was here and he fell. So something was under there that held keys. And he said, your scripture says, the keys to death, the keys to hell, and the keys to the grave. Hold on. What is death, hell, and the grave? Death, hell, and the grave are three vortices in the matrix. What is the matrix? The cosmic web. Valerie, it depends. I have to find out the whole dream. So we know it ain't Lucifer he went under there to fight. It wasn't Lucifer he went to get those keys from. He went under there to do battle. Death, hell, and the grave have keys. What controls these dimensions? How do you get to hell? You have to cross from this dimension to another. How do you get there? Someone's got to open it. And the one who opens it has the keys. Who do you think has the keys, people? This spider queen has it. Is um, that what you're saying? Think about it. If Lucifer, if your scripture says, I saw Lucifer fall from heaven as lightning, that means Lucifer wasn't underground. So why did you have to go underground to get these keys? What's there? We know from the ancient people that there's one entity under there, and she's called the mother goddess, the spider. Keywords, Stanton, you got it. So I, I have to ask myself, and let me show you something. When you get to the book of Job, in the book of Job, it says that the wicked worship the spider. 
You know, the book of Job is the oldest book in that Bible. It says that the wicked, they lean on the spider's web. What? Wicked people lean on the spider's web? Why would a grown adult close to 5,000 years ago, because Job is the oldest book, lean on cobwebs? A human being would break cobwebs. So what is Job saying? Job is saying that the wicked worship the spider. That the wicked uses cobwebs. Job was telling you the end times. Cobwebs, 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 cobwebs. The book of Job told you that the wicked lean on spider's webs. A human being cannot lean on spider's webs. They'll break it. So what is Job trying to tell you? Job is trying to tell you what runs this planet worships a big ass spider and everything they do requires cobwebbing. Why did in the Psalms, did David say they laid nets for me? Nets? It's all there. You just got to find it. Wow, this yeah. was a lot. We've been going about two hours and 20 minutes. Let me ask you this, Marina. Is yeah. there anything else you want to share? Because I don't want to cut you short or anything like that. I don't I don't, I don't, don't want to do that because it seems like the audience is enjoying it a lot. Or did we go over everything? Because I would never interrupt a stream like that. But like, I'm, you know, whatever you think. No, no, no. If they want to ask me questions, let's go to 220. Okay, yeah. Do so, you guys have any yeah. questions you want to ask? We can, go, we can go a little bit longer. There were like some I questions I, I needed yeah. to answer too. But yeah, so we have to see that what they're doing, and I'm hoping what they did here on Earth, what they're attempting to do here on Earth was an experiment they did on Mars. And I know many people said Mars had a war. And here's what I think. Mars had an experiment that went wrong. That's what I think happened on Mars. I believe so too. It, yeah. it looks like there was like a like it, it's it's like blatant that there was like nuclear fallout yep. there. Fallout, right? I mean, I think it was an experiment gone wrong, and I think that experiment was them messing with the cosmic web. Wait, I got, the a, I got a great question. Spider. I, I got a great question right now. This yeah, is this is a good one. Nobody asked tonight. How do the Anunnaki and the reptilians fit into this? Because, okay, let me just give a couple of examples. Because, you know, the Sumerian tablets say that the Anunnaki created humans. Then if you go to, like, tales of, like, Kredo Mutwa, you know, I'm sure, I know you know Kredo. Yeah, he talks I know about the reptilians. Personally. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Kredo well, talks about the reptilians yeah. creating humans. So, like... It seems like there was definitely extraterrestrial interference in our creation. Now, are these races working with the spider? Or are they on our side? Or is there any races on our side? So I guess that's a multifaceted question. And Great question. Don't have to... Okay. Sorry. Kredo Mutwa didn't say the, the, um, the Chitahuri created humans. He said, no, the Chitahuri messed with humans. Yes, you're right. You're right. He put yeah. them in tunnels and they came out as men and women before. Men that, and women divided their and, right? and took away their telepathy. 
Yes, yes, yes. yes. So that's yes. what they did. Hold on. That's what the Chitahuri did. So the Chitahuri, a master geneticist, and they tamper with the human genome, much like what they're doing today. But he also said that whenever they tamper with us, things go south. It always ends bad, kind of like Mars, right? Yeah. So I hope that answers that question. Now, remember I said to you, there are root races indigenous to the earth, but not all indigenous humans 2.0 are land humans. Some humans came out of the water. Okay. Like the Nomo, like he talks the about Nomo. the Nomo, right? Right. So the Nomo are who are the progenitors of the Atlanteans and the Lemurians, the water people. So Creator Mutua also spoke, he said, in the time before humanity walked on the land, we were fish beings, like the Dogon. Okay? And then when we came on the land, here comes the Chitauri, messed with us, and then took away some of their power. And it always goes badly. Okay? Their genetic uh, experimentation. So that's the Chitauri. The Anunnaki... Now, there are parts of Africa that recognize the work of the Anunnaki, like I said, in Kenya, they call him Ngai or Nkai, okay, Enki. It's just a different pronunciation, right? Um, they also created a race, which is a humanity 2.0, okay? But humanity 2.0 was not created in a desert. Think about it. How are you going to create your firstborn child in a desert? They're going to die. Where's the food? How are they going to get the water? How the hell are they going to survive? No, it's common sense for any creator, creator being, to create your firstborn in a forest. Why? Your food is there. Your water is there. Materials are there for shelter. Food is there to be eaten water for washing and drinking so i have a little bit of a problem when they tell me civilization started in sumeria i said absolutely not it doesn't make sense think about it people can the average person today survive in a desert no you'll be dead no. by 12 o'clock Okay, and, and the average person we were... survive in a forest with fruit trees, running water, and timber. Yes. Okay. Now look at survival dynamics. If you were a creator being, where would you first create your species? Desert or forests? In if the you forest. want to, you in the forest, where it would be more life. Life would it would be more an opportunity for life, right? Yeah. 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 So this whole civilization started into, I, I just think it's a distraction. Me personally, because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. How are they going to get water 200 feet below the surface of the earth in the desert? Where are they going to get food? No, it doesn't make sense. With no domestication. No. So for me, I, I just have a different belief system. Now, was there a race? of bipedal creatures created in Sumeria? Hell yeah. Were they the original? No. So what does that tell you? 
humanity had multiple points of origin and humanity has several root races. You wonder why we can't get along? You wonder why it's so difficult for us to get along? Because we had multiple points of origin. Multiple beings created us in multiple locations. That's so interesting. Yeah. That's so interesting. So it's multiple races that created multiple different species in multiple yeah. areas. That would make it not species. Why, like one species. Okay, you know how a dog is a dog. You know how to identify a dog, right? Yeah. But breeds. They have different breeds. Right? Humanity is the same way. That would explain why there's all the different races. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I've always thought that. I've always thought that, like, you know, that it was, like, different ETs that created all the different e yeah. human races. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it makes sense. With, little, right? it's a, with different variations, yeah. But I do believe there was one group that created the prototype. And then I believe here comes another group, tinker, 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 tinker. And then here comes another group, tinker, 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 tinker. Okay? But I do believe there was one prototype. And the prototype that we know above surface is the Eve gene. But there's another older prototype. And that older prototype is the, um, what's the name? Isis gene. The Isis genetics, which preceded Eve. Mind you, I think they're after the people who hold those genetics. But that's a different story. Yeah. All right, guys. So, um, there was a there was. Let me see. I'll go back. I think there was a couple questions. Let me let me see here. Um, I missed them. I once one person asked. Oh, this is a good one from Sovereign Cosmic Wildman. He always comes up with good questions. He mm -hmm. says, "Was Madagascar a part in Hawaii? A part of Lemuria?" Madagascar. Madagascar is is in the Indian Ocean. Madagascar. Yeah. Madagascar, were you saying was that Madagascar is Indian Ocean. Hawaii's Pacific. Maybe he's thinking something else. I don't know. Madagascar is um no, Madagascar is um Mu. Hawaii is Lumeria. So it's it's I mean, all the water kingdoms are virtually they were one. I I see the question. So all the water kingdoms, these are water kingdoms you're talking about, Atlantis, Mulumeria, right? They were one, but the location was different. So Madagascar is Indian Ocean, and that would be Mu. That would be the continent that was between India, sorry, India, and then the south, south uh, eastern tip of Africa, okay? The landmass, okay, that's now submerged, right? And... Then when you get to Hawaii, Hawaii is Lumeria. Okay. That's Lemuria. what I thought. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if there was any other questions or if, if that was it. I mean, um, that was so interesting, though, how you tied that all together with the alien races. I loved that. I, I, I really did. Like, um, yeah. 
and and I love the fact you you knew Credo Mutwa. Did you meet him? Did you yeah, I was supposed him? to go meet him before he died. He was actually calling me to come because he wanted to be, bestow upon me um, certain secrets, but he couldn't talk via video. And he, before he passed, I knew exactly when he was going to die, when he was going to pass, because he kept calling me and saying, "Come to South Africa. I need to speak to you before I go." But then they locked the country down, so I couldn't go. Like I know his daughter. You know, we stopped talking for like, um, since COVID started, we haven't been in contact. But I also know the man, because I was in contact with him, who took over for Credo Mutua. I forgot his name, but it's in my, um, I just have to I go mean, dig for it. If you think about it, there's something so magical about Africa and then South Africa in general, because yeah. like, supposedly South Africa is where Enki had the Abzu. That's yeah. where Credo Mutua is from. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just so. And South Africa is where they have the, um. The root race, the root, I mean the root race bloodlines, you know, you find the Bantu, which is the, which is what they call the, the phenotype of West Africa. They also have the Khoi and the Khoisan, which is where you get Asians, right? And then they also have the Sahelian, I mean the Khoi, the Khoisan, and then you have like, when you look at, um, you know, you find that, I mean, South Africa is just, it's, it's incredible because they have like literally the phenotype of all the people of earth. The, where you find the, the what they would classify, because I don't want to say it's European phenotypes because this is their phenotypes, right? But what people would classify as more European phenotypes is the Sahel, the Sahelian region of Africa and the West, the Eastern part of Africa towards the north. They have what you call the typical, like, you know, European phenotype. When we get to the isles around England with their folklore of their fairies and their elves and their, um, who's the guy at the end of the rainbow? The pot of gold? Leprechauns, okay? And I'm not making fun of the people, but the phenotype for the mythology of the isles around England is Central Africa, where you get your, your son, your Mbuti, Bushmen, your Pygmies. So that's what I mean when I say root, root race. When you look at the Sahelian people and you look at Native American people, old pictures of Native American people, you can't tell the difference. So there is a root race, but it didn't stop there. When you get to um, the, um, what do you call these people from Persia, the um, the Nazis, the Nazis, the Nazis named them. They were called um, Aryans, okay? When you get to the Aryan people, the Aryan people was not, they did not land in Europe. The Aryan people is where you get the Harun, Harun, okay? Or as the... Persians call them the Arun, where you get Iran. Iran. They originally arrived. This is where you get your fair-skinned people. Okay? Your fair-skinned people weren't Turkish. Okay? No. They were actually Persian. This is where the Aryans first arrived. Okay? The Aryans went out Iraq and Remember where we started off the conversation? In search of the root races for what? Extermination. Pay attention. Pay attention now. This is the time where you pay attention, right? 
So the Aryans or the Aryans or the Iranians, right? So watch this. Eradion or Eradius. Uh-uh, I haven't heard of that. Eradius. Uh-uh. That'd be something good to look into too. Yeah, the Aryans are actually from Persia. This is where the phenotype, the phenotype for the Caucasian race first arrived. Yes, Iran is Aryan. The name says it, right? And you can ask an, an Iranian and they'll tell you, yes, it means we're Aryan. Pay attention. Pay attention because someone wants to get rid of these people. Remember how we started the conversation about root races and wars and genetic wars, right? Okay, so they moved Iraq and then they moved India, India. And then they overthrew the Dravidians and then absorbed much of the Dravidian culture. And they brought in, and this is where planetary racism originated. And I have to ask the question, did it originate as superior versus inferior? Or did it originate because it was a matter of survival? Because the Dravidian was dark like me and darker. They overthrew the, the Dravidian culture and then they brought in Brahmanism. And I'm going to go there. And Brahmanism is where you get Ah, Brahman. Ah, Brahma. Ah, Bra. Ah, Braham. Abraham. So when the sociologists and the archaeologists, they tell you, they call Europeans Indo. Europeans, Indo, as in Indian, where the Aryans changed their name from, they couldn't say Indo, they said Hindu, Hindu, where you get Hinduism, okay, when the Europeans said we are Indo-European, they are tying it out to the Aryans. The blue-eyed, blonde-haired people first arrived in Iran, not Turkey, Iran. Pay attention to why a certain group wants the Caucasian race exterminated and they want the root of this race exterminated, which is Iran. Remember where I said, remember when I said in the beginning about root races and the wars are about root races. Now, are the Aryans the root race to earth? No, they came here. Okay, but they are the root race to the non-indigenous blonde hair, blue eye, white folks. Okay, this is serious. You have to pay attention to this. Because for many years, they went after the native, the native tribes, Australia, New Zealand, 
Canada, uh, America, Central America, South America, exterminated them. Africa, exterminated them. Caribbean, they're all but gone. Okay? Now we're seeing that they're after the Caucasians to exterminate them. Why? What are they trying to get rid of? Aryans. And they're not just trying to exterminate the Europeans. They say we must exterminate their point of origin, Iran. Okay. All I know about the origins of the Aryans, because I have to go speak to the Iranian people, because they're not going to find much, because you're in the West. The only thing they tell you about the Iranians is, oh, they're okay. Nonsense. You got to actually go speak to the people like, hey, now the Kurdish people say they, because the Kurdish people have blue eyes, blonde hair, the Kurdish say, and I had a Kurdish person actually reach out to me. They said, no, we are the Aryans because Kurdish, blonde hair, blue eyes, Kurdish say we are the origins of the European race because the Kurdish are tall, thin, blonde hair, blue eyes. Yes, sovereign cosmic wild man. Yes. Because they want to kill off the root of the Caucasian race, which they believe to be Aryan. However, you see, nature's smarter than them. There is a root that came out of blacks. And then there is a root that came here from the sky. And we know, as far back as I know, is that they landed on Mars. And then the Draco showed up on Mars. I believe it's an experiment gone wrong. Some say it was, um, I think it was a, a hybridization experiment gone wrong. Some say it was a war. Anyway, they left Mars, the Aryans, landed in Persia. The Dracos followed. I got, I got one more question to ask you about, and I, this is a good one too. And I just wanted to tell you, I think that you point, I, I think I'm very targeted now because uh, you pointed out things. I'm actually Lebanese. I don't know if you knew that. So I can I see have ties Oh yeah. I have ties back to maybe that Aryan so race. And then also I'm a, I'm a podcaster and I speak out. So I'm guessing the spider's probably heavily targeting me. So yeah, if you I have problems with women, yeah. And I do, yeah, I have problems with women too. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, you do. But I told you, talk to me, and I can help. I can help you pull you out. Just not here. Yeah. Well, one thing I wanted to ask you one more question. Sure. This one's for me. Is about the Moors because I had Michelle. I got to interview Michelle mm -hmm. Gibson on. If you guys haven't seen it, it's on Chad from Open Your Realities channel. Now Michelle studies like Tataria mm -hmm. and the mud floods, mm -hmm. and you know I'm sure you know about the Khazarians, but I, I know at a point it was like Khazarians versus Tatarians. But I heard the Moors. The Moors had yeah. a big to do in like our history as well. And I heard a yeah, lot of did. Moors are 30, 30, third degree Masons and stuff. Yeah, like, they did. What do you know about the Moors and like, what, what, what do they have the link to that? To well, the all the civilizations that were built post Sumeria, you know, I mean, for the last, um, I want to say for the last, especially these big, huge building, that's all Moorish architecture that they call Tatarian, Tatarian, Tatarian buildings. Or at least the Moors took them over and then um, enhanced them with Moorish architecture. 
Because if you look at them, you can see Moorish influence. Okay? My personal belief is this. My personal belief is that the original human were giants. Bigger brain, bigger, bigger bodies, bigger brains. A series of cataclysms occurred because they said, ah, shit, our experiment went wrong. We need to shrink these beings or exterminate them. Okay, kind of like human humanity 1.0, 2.0, 3.0, right? So I believe humanity 2.0 was bigger, 20 feet, 10 feet, bigger brains, and built those structures. Okay? I believe they used things like Rod of God, which is lasers, weapons, tectonic weapons, earthquake weapons, storms. I mean, these people have all sorts of weapons to get rid of humans because they're like, ah, shit, they're too big. They're too, they'll, they'll destroy us. And then they started shrinking the humans to a more manageable size. And I think this is why when you look at those buildings, you think it's a different race. No, no, no. It was created by, built by humans, but just humans who were 20, 30 feet. Do you, do you believe in the whole vapor canopy theory? Vapor canopy. I've heard. I've heard it before. I don't follow every new fad. But uh, Jason Brashears talks about it. It's like it's like uh, he's saying it was a time in our history where we were basically under a vapor canopy. Like, uh, yes, know, like, yes, like, yes, yes. That's the vapor, time of the it mist. Collapsed, and he said everything was bigger during the vapor canopy. And this yeah. Been, very ancient times, like maybe yes. five past five, six thousand years. Because yes. his timeline, he says he's a chronologist, and his timeline only goes back six thousand years. He doesn't think anything existed before that. No, he's but wrong. I, 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 I know. I, I like, yeah, Derek, archaics. I love archaics too, but I think, like, I, I think, I think our history goes back a lot further. I really Wait, do. Okay. I don't have any proof to support it. I just like it's just a sense that no, I think you have proof. You have bones. Yeah. bones that go back older, older than that. We have bones that goes back older than that. We have instruments that goes back older than 6,000 years. We have weapons. We have tools that goes back older than 6,000 years. We have the evidence of older than 6,000 years. The thing is, the evidence contradicts religion, and religion is what runs Earth. Religion always wins. Yeah. You know, so, but the vapor canopy, what the Africans call that, thank you for jogging my brain. Crater Mutwa talked about that. That was the time of the mist. Yes, yes, that's exactly it. I didn't even think of that. That's amazing. You that was the of time that. of the mist beings. And in Stargate Atlantis, there is, because they tell you, listen, everybody, watch Stargate Atlantis. Stargate Atlantis tells you every, no, sorry, Stargate SG-1. Watch it. It tells you everything. There's an episode in Stargate SG-1 where they go to this planet and the planet is run by mist beings. Credo Mutua said before the time of the waters, before the time of bipedal man, the earth was ruled by a mist. Even your Bible says before the time of the waters, there was a mist. But that was the mist after the flood. How could the earth be 6,000 years old and the flood initiated a new earth 6,000 years after, people? <laughs> Think. Think. The earth is older than 6,000 years old. Now, here is what is 6,000 years old. Sorry, it's more like 8,000 years old because it's 6,000 to zero. What year are we in? And then it's zero to 2022. 2023. Yeah. 
So it's about 8,000 years old, because even that's wrong, right? If you, if you do that, because it's not 4,000 to zero and then zero to 2023. It's 6,000 to zero and then zero to 2023. So that's about 8,000 plus years, right? Here's the, oh, I just forgot my train of thought. Oh, 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 oh. And they're like, oh, no, she's buying too much information. Ah! I forgot my train of thought. Oh, um, here's one more okay, question. Okay, Vietnam, the fighters in Vietnam, I think it's the same beings. D, yep, I think it's the same beings. Mm-hmm. Wow. That, yeah, and the, you know what? what's interesting is there were some abductions in Vietnam. I had some guy come on my show, and I heard about a, a whole platoon getting abducted in Vietnam. Yeah. I swear to God. They, yeah, they, they found, that's they that's found the them, and they were mutilated in a car. Yeah, and, that's the spider. And do you know that the Chinese are um, in Antarctica. They have a base in Antarctica. And they were trying to hybridize, you know, the people from Falun Gong and Falun Dafa that, you know, they have Yeah, I, I talked about that on my show. I'm so glad someone else knows about that. Like, yeah. I've talked about that. They're, they're persecuting those people and harvesting their organs. Thank you for and, that And up. they're hybridizing them on, in, on, um, in Antarctica. And the hybridization process is with the spiders. 200 foot spiders and the spiders escaped these beings are real wow yeah so you know going deep into the bushes you know we call it the bush you know going deep into the bushes in this day and age is not a good idea if you don't know what you're doing yeah yeah i agree if you don't know someone who knows those bushes, forests, jungles, whatever, really well, I wouldn't advise anyone to be going up in there. No way. And if you know you don't have forest training, we call it the bush, you know, bush training. I wouldn't even venture near those places. I'd be like on the perimeter, you know, getting the vibes, but going in, no way. Uh-uh. Nope. I yeah, wouldn't King it. James, I'll just answer your question real quick. I, I got that story from Daryl Sims, the alien hunter. He told me it on my one of my podcasts. He talks about how a whole platoon got abducted in Vietnam and they got mutilated. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's 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 interesting. But I don't know if it was a cover for alien harvest issues. Probably because yeah. they were doing those abductions in Indonesia too. Yeah, like, age age is fighting. In the the Whitley Strieber Dreamland podcast, Mm -hmm. he's talking about these beings that are abducting people too in Indonesia, and they could be like working for the spider, I'm guessing, or something. Like, they have an affiliation. Like, I saw an invasion under the Chiang Mai Mountains that I spoke to. Um, that I um, I did an interview with James James Rink, and we got to the Chiang Mai Mountains, and I saw an invasion happening under the Chiang Mai Mountains. So. I think that the Chinese government is working with the spider beings. I, I, I can bet any amount of money that they are. And I think that in order for the Chinese to win and be the head of the New World Order, Hydra, there you go, is, even though I know Hydra is a different organism, but it's the same damn thing, multi-tentacled organism. You know, um, I think that in order for the Chinese to be at the head of the New World Order and dismantle the U.S. from being um, from being at the head of the New World Order, it requires an invasion. And the real invasion, people, is underground. It's underground. 
And I believe that the Chinese are working with the spiders. Not everyone in the Chinese government knows, but I do believe they're working with them. And I do believe the plan is to invade the United States underground with a spider army. And I have to ask myself, and the reason why I can say this with certainty, in 2019, when COVID, when, when the whole COVID fiasco rolled out, the U.S. military put aside, I think it was like $10 million, $50 million, to fight a war underground, under the cities. So I spoke to someone in the military, and they said to me, listen, whenever they tell us a new domain of warfare, people, the real war is under your feet. Okay, the real war is under your feet. The bombs they're going to drop from the surface, it's just to kill off humans. Okay, but when you're talking about, and I care about my fellow humans, I love my fellow humans. Okay, the creatures can go to hell, but my fellow humans, I care about you. I don't want us to get bombed. These people are crazy. Okay, but the real war for the New World Order, who will rule the New World Order, is all underground. It's not surface. And underground, they don't fight underground the same way they fight on the surface. So the U.S. government changed their trajectory about the new type of warfare. And the new type of warfare is underground warfare. So I asked someone in the military. They said, okay, well, the basic question is who we're fighting? What are we fighting? What are our, our weapons? What is the landscape? Where are we going to be fighting? And how are we going to address, how are we going to fight this war? Right? So, Listen, I think there's a coming a point in time when these entities are going to be like, screw it. We're coming above ground and you're going to hear talk of people saying, hey, listen, people are getting abducted by 20 foot, 200 foot spiders and people are going to laugh at them. No, people listen in the Amazon. And I think this is the reason why they're burning down everything under the guise of carbon dioxide nonsense. And I believe that they're also changing humanity 2.0 to 2 humanity 3.0 because they know it's an invasion and they lost son i am so sorry but that is what i think let me tell you a dream luckily we didn't end this i want to i want to end it with this i want to tell you guys this dream i had and for the for some crazy reason I always record my dream, but this dream disappeared off my recorder. I had a dream the first day of the year. I had a dream the first day of the year. It was uh, January 1st. I woke up in the morning, right? And in my dream, I was living in New York, which is where I used to live, right? And I was in the north side of the house, so a north side and a south side of the house. I was on the upper floor, north side. And I saw this stealth-looking aircraft on the north side. It was a mothership. And I could hear, it was as if I was connected to the people. And I saw it was slow moving. Okay? And as it was slow moving, they were abducting people. But it was a mothership, so I couldn't tell the size. And I couldn't tell the area it covered, right? And it was a slow-moving mothership, and it was black. It was triangular-shaped. 
and I saw a light come out from under it like this, and it was picking up the people. Okay, scooping them up. And I could hear the people screaming, ah, get me out of here, get me out of here. So then I was in the house, it was my mother's house, and I called her and I said, hey, listen, what is that? And she goes, oh my goodness. She goes, that's a UFO. I said, everybody, get downstairs. So when I ran to the back of the house, there was another craft. This one was silver. And that was scoop, slow moving, scooping up people. Now here's what's funny. That dream I had earlier this year, and in the dream, we were under lockdown. I told everyone, get to the bottom of the house. And this is what I remembered saying. Oh, shit. I forgot to buy Mylar blankets. In the dream, I said, that I forgot to buy Myla blankets because Myla blankets block you from heat-seeking sensors and radiation. If you're a TI, you know what I'm talking about. Okay? I said, oh, shit, oh, my God, they're going to pick up our heat signature and we're going to be abducted. And I said, okay. I said, everyone, get under this blanket. It was a fabric blanket. I said, just get under this blanket. We're going to have to wing this out and pray this out. But I remember saying, shoot, I forgot to get the Milo blankets. And then I woke up. I went looking for that dream because that dream came back to me two days ago. Two days ago. And I went looking for that dream that I recorded. I can't find that dream anywhere. But the only thing that stuck with me was Mylar blankets. People, I'm going to share something with you. I have a feeling, and as strange as this sounds, I have a feeling, and they were harvesting the eastern border, FEMA Region 1 and FEMA Region 2. Okay? FEMA Region 1. Rod, Rod, they're asking if you're eating, if, if, if you're, <laughs> or if you're typing. I'm chewing gum. I was typing. I was typing. I was telling everybody to support the podcast because I was like, you want more three-hour streams like this? Well, you guys are going to have to support Raynetta and you're going to have to support the podcast. I'm just kidding. But, like, no, it would be nice because I don't know many people that will do three-hour nonstop streams like this. And thank you so much for doing this. Like, oh, yeah, audience sharing cool. so much of your knowledge, notes. And this is, like – pure gnosis and like people are still asking questions three hours in no no it's okay it's actually great, it's actually great that i didn't hang up because i need people to, to hear this dream you got like seriously listen because two days ago my spirit was like renetta renetta and i had to call some psych some seer friends of mine like hey are you picking this up and we were all picking up the same thing this is the year where the veils fall we don't have much time people I think they, listen, I know the German Nazis said that they're going to do a fake alien invasion, but it's the real aliens doing a fake alien invasion. That's the thing. That's what you got to get. It's real aliens staging a fake alien invasion. Now, here's the problem. I don't think it's going to be so much of an invasion as you're literally going to see 
decloaking of ships, literally disappearing people, abducting people. Seriously. People buy mylar blankets. I don't know how effective they are. But in the dream, in my dream, I kept saying, shoot, I forgot the mylar blankets. Okay. Yep. And what do aliens use? Isn't it the same type of uh, weapons they use for abduction? Yeah, I, I would. I would believe so. They they they, they tranquilize us. Yeah. They find a way to t shut down the hippocampus of the brain, right? Yeah. They, the thing that paralyzes you, you can't move, and that's so weird. That's what a spider does to its prey. Invenomation. Envenomation. Is it beginning to make sense? So people, one of the things I think they're going to do, honestly, is they're going to decloak those ships in the atmosphere. And people are going to be, you're going to be seeing people being abducted. And then many, you know, Christians are going to say, oh, it's the, um, it's the rapture. Okay? People, do not go up. Okay? Do not go up our planet is totally cobwebbed okay it's very difficult for any spiritual being to get through here it's cobwebbed to only let one group in okay so it's a fight to get the true i'm not saying the real powerful entities can get in they can okay think blue there you go think blue an octopus, Sheba, I believe. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we're being cobwebbed and wrapped up. So, people, mylar blankets, keep your eyes open. Okay, and whatever you do, don't go up. All right, guys? So, guys, right. love you. This was awesome. I love this. It really was. This was amazing, right now. This you. was probably one of the, this probably was the best podcast I've ever done. Seriously, I think hands down, oh, this is like the number one podcast I've ever done. Thank you. Like, this yeah. is like amazing. You guys got to go support Raynetta on her website. It's in the description, blacksunrise.com. I, sh I should let you tell that. Do you want to tell people your services and how they can find you? Yeah, sure. So I'm working now on the website. If you guys are interested in the newsletter, the first one is coming out towards the last Friday of this month, okay? And I shifted. I'm not doing, like, I do podcasts for free. I give away information for free. But certain things I do not do free, okay? I'm just telling you how I operate. And this is for certain reasons, okay? So I shifted from video format to paper format. And I'm doing that because I'm led by my spirit and my guardians. They say, Renetta, your people are going to need paper when things get rough. So if you guys want to support me, you guys can sign up when it's up. You guys can email me about the newsletter or you guys can sign up for the newsletter that will be out at the end of the month. The newsletter is only $20, okay? And that's about body snatching. Okay, if there's any other service, if you need entity removal, breakthrough, clearing your ancestral lines, someone to see into your life, go ahead. I mean, I don't really push my services. I'm like, it's there if you guys need it. But if you want to help me, sign up for the newsletter and it's once a month. And I'm going to get the website fixed because I'm working on it now. We should have been fixed already. 
Anyway, so just email me. Let me put my email here in the chat. Okay, that's my email. So email me, you can go to the website, you can sign up for the newsletter, okay? Or just email me, okay? And once I get the website up, I have your emails. I will let you guys know when the newsletter is up. This newsletter is about body snatching because this people, when things go, whenever there's wars, what's the first thing that occur in war zones? People get snatched. Yeah. And they're pushing for World War Three. So you got to be aware. You have to be alert of these traps. All right, guys. So guys, love you guys so much. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Really support Rob. He's really a beautiful person. And Rob, well, thank you. You are too. I appreciate that. I was going to say, if you guys want to support, the links are in the description. PayPal is the best. But um, you know, this was. The, I, I'm just going to tell you again. This was the best podcast I've ever done. So this was this was up there for sure. This was amazing. Rob, All right, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And if you didn't catch the whole thing, there's three hours for you to watch. So you know, like, check it out and and uh, have a good night, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you. All right. All right. Good night. Bye.